Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. It's often the case in Call of Cthulhu RPG adventures that the author gives his work a, a title that gives a little too much away for the plot. Uh, adding to that, your host here is playing along as a character. What I'm getting at is that our GM for this scenario, Jeff Wilkins, has changed the title. Uh, he's calling this one Delta Green Operation Einstein. I'll give you the original title and the author's name in the credits at the end. Finally, let me mention that this is a short game, so this is the only episode. We may, however, run this again for different players. So without further ado, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Jeff? All right, thanks, Tom. Um, so let's start briefly. You all have, we've already done character creations, um, but I'd like to just spend just a minute or two, uh, just use this as a way to introduce your characters. So tell me, like what your character does on a normal day-to-day -day basis, you know, walking a dog in the evening or you're married or whatever, just any sort of, to give, give us a little bit of a background on your non-Delta Green life. Um, Tom, you wanna go first? Sure. Uh, uh, my name is, du uh, I'm sorry, I was told not to reveal my real name. Uh, I am for this uh, for this game. I'm going to be called Agent Dub Dub. That stands for the WW, which is uh, Wolfgang Winkler. Um, anyways, I'm a physicist. I uh, work at uh, the um, the Institute for uh, uh, Physics Research in San Daniel, California. Uh, my days are quite regular. I get up, I do a little jogging, then I go to work. I sit in a room with my coffee and I drink and I, uh, I think about physics problems all day and then I go home and I have dinner and I go to sleep. That's about all there is for my life. Nice. Uh, how about Jason? Howdy, y'all. My name is, well, my name doesn't matter. You can call me Marshall. Um, you can find me patrolling the Texas-Mexican border. I'm a... Uh, I'm a U.S. Marshal. Uh, when I'm not working or tucking in my daughter Clementine, I'm at the scene of my partner's death, just going over, pacing back and forth, looking for answers. When I'm not working, I'm researching, I'm looking for the truth that's out there. I need to know what killed my partner. That's about all you're going to get out of me. Nice. And David? <clears throat> Uh, uh, my code name is Agent Pufferfish. Uh, like Agent Dub Dub, uh, I work in uh, the field of physics. I'm an experimental physicist, uh, largely uh, trying to devise experiments uh, regarding quantum entanglement at San Jose State University. Um, I have no children. I've never married. I have a somewhat monastic life, although I do live with two cats. Um, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time at the university in my lab. Perfect. And last but not least, Aaron. Um, I am playing Agent Applejack. She is mid-30s, um, biracial, Latina white. 
She works at California Bureau of Investigation, or CBI, which is the state uh, FBI agency. Um, she does her job well. She takes it very seriously. Uh, when she gets home, she probably um, jogs around the block a few times. Gets her thoughts clear. Makes herself dinner or gets a takeout. Uh, gives a call to Rosie, her cousin and her best friend, uh, and or her mom. It's usually one or the other. And falls asleep uh, watching the news. All right, perfect. Um, okay, so you guys are going about your day late. So first of all, let me, the time period, we're gonna, I'm going to set it uh, last year, so 2017, and we're going to say it's April 25th. So same day, just a year ago. Um, it is a Tuesday night um, around roughly 8.15-ish. Uh, you guys get a message and you immediately know who it's from because of the red green triangle that shows up and It basically gives you a location and address and it says be here as soon as possible and For the sake of this game. We are going to skip the whole travel arrangements and all that so basically whatever arrangements you needed to make you make whether it be you know, some of you are very close. You could probably just drive there yourself. Um, the rest of you, like uh, uh, Agent Applejack, you might actually have to get a helicopter to come in from Texas. Um, but whatever it is, it's all been arranged for you, and you basically make it to um, San Jose, California. And it's a uh, it's about ten o'clock at night. Um, you have been told you've been given the address it's an address that leads you to an industrial park very blah type industrial park lots of square buildings bricks uh, cinder blocks no windows um, and the building you're told to go to is called franklin umbrellas and you've been given instructions to park around back behind the building there's a uh, a door it's going to be locked but there's a camera above it. So when you get there, just hit the buzzer, look at the camera, and you'll probably be buzzed in. Um, to the side of that, there's also another, like a bay door, uh, like a, you could probably fit a van through there. Um, so we'll say you guys get there, you follow the instructions to the T, uh, adrenaline's running already because this is all last minute. You barely had time to grab your go bag. You've got all your standard gear, whatever that would be. Um, and you eventually arrive pretty much one after another. And uh, we'll, we'll start where you guys come into the room. You've been buzzed in. There's a table, a couple chairs. And on the table, there's a little sign sticking up. that says, please wait. And... You all are now sitting in the room facing one another, just waiting. Is there anything you want to do or say? Oh, well, I'm so glad to see you again, uh, uh, Agent Pufferfish. Happy to see you too, Dub Dub. <laughs> uh, obviously, we actually we, uh, know we each other. Together, yeah. if, if you, if, if, uh, I thought I was thinking. 
I was going to say, uh, you might recognize my face. I've, I've written a few papers, but you're obviously not intelligent enough to recognize my face. You'd have to be a physicist or something like that to, to know who I am. So well, who are you? What, what sort of things do you do? You guys look very tough and scary. I'm standing up against the wall, and you notice I'm about six foot five, two forty-five. Big ginger, big red mustache coming oh. down his face. I just tap my cowboy hat, um, vest, big cowboy boots. Just tap my hat and say, "My name's Marshall. How are you?" Ah, Marshall. Yeah. Um, for the record, my character is uh, like six foot two, blonde, blue-eyed, very Aryan-looking. <laughs> <laughs> And and you, you young lady, what is, what is your? You look like you could beat up uh, Agent Marshall there if you wanted to. Uh, Agent Applejack looks over, um, does a quick read, says, probably, but it'd be easier to for some of you others. Uh, why don't you tell me who you, uh, why you've been brought to this night of the opera while I look around? And I want to walk around the building uh, and just check and see if there's any surprises. Well, so the inside of the building. I, I, I can't tell you why they called me, although it's probably a very good, uh, I, I, they need some physics, some pro physics problem solved. I'm it looks that way. Want to do that? Yeah, why else would they call me? I'm not, I don't shoot your gun, bang, bang. No, this is not, not my thing. Uh, most likely you are here to protect me because I and, and I am the most important person in the room, followed by Edward there. I mean, uh, Agent uh, Pufferfish. Uh, the please wait sign, what does that look like? Is that handwritten? Yes. Does that, uh, what kind of handwriting is it? Uh, it's just like a, a Sharpie, like a magic marker on a piece of paper. Nothing okay. elaborate. And um, there are how many chairs in the room? We'll say there's six. Okay. Um, and the table, and we'll say to the side there's a glass window, like a, a mirror. Like one, you can probably almost immediately tell it's probably a one-way mirror. Um, and Agent Applejack, it's, there's really not much to look at because the only door in here is locked. So basically you've been buzzed in and the door, the next door into the building is locked. Okay. Uh, I want to know, I, I want to know, I want to look at the other three people here and see who is armed. Yeah, that's a good idea. If possible. Mm -hmm. um, I am not armed. You see a, a side piece hanging off my waist, and I have a duffel bag on my shoulder. Is it is it standard issue U.S. Marshal? Correct. Uh, I've got a bulge under spot. my jacket. What's that? Not, there's a bulge under my jacket. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Agent Applejack, uh, you see just by her movements that she's got a... a vest underneath her jacket uh that's a regular jacket and she is carrying a um uh if you recognize it's the butt of a glock uh in a holster side holster yeah okay. 
I am not armed, but would you believe I am a 10th degree black belt in karate? No. <laughs> so after a, a waiting period, um, not that long, but enough to, to prevent that awkward silence. And uh, soon the door opens and a woman in probably her mid-30s walks in. Uh, she's kind of dressed in like a gray suit. Um, she looks a little frazzled, like she's not had sleep in a long time. Dark bags under her eyes. Uh, she might be good looking, but tonight, not so much. And she closes the door. She's got some envelopes on her, her arm and uh, clipboard. And she says, gentlemen, please, thanks for getting here as fast as you could. I really appreciate it. We are really under the gun here. Things are already in motion. So I'm going to keep this short, and we're going to just jump right in here. Yeah, good. Uh, so first, a little bit of background. Uh, today's Tuesday. Yesterday, uh, our operators got a message, and I'm going to show you the first message. Edward, why don't you read it for us? I'm sorry, Agent Pufferfish, forgive me. We've all come projects together. Uh, <clears throat> Monday, 4-24-17. Green level contact received from friendly Dr. Anita Taylor at 2-2-6 p.m. local. Friendly was agitated and panicked by results of physics experiment. Results did not match laws of physics. Friendly possibly under unknown external influence Friendly was calmed and assistance was promised within 48 hours. Nannies to depart within 48 hours. Uh, GM, have I ever heard of her? Um, and likewise. Yeah, well, why don't you do an intelligence roll, but you're gonna need uh, an extreme, which is doubles. Okay. 23. Almost. 61. No good. Okay. With your 23, the name rings a bell, but you can't quite place it. Yeah, I you think I've heard of her. Okay, so that was yesterday. Um, now, this is where things escalated quickly. This evening, approximately two hours ago, around 8 o'clock, we got another message. If you would mind, I I'll read this one. Uh, Tuesday, uh, the four, uh, Tuesday, uh, April 25th, 17, 2017, Orange Level, contact received from friendly Dr. Anita Taylor at 8.08 p.m. 5.0 in route to gunshot call at address. Distress indicated possible connection to earlier green level contact repeated below. Determine situation, contain threats, and disrupt 5-0, and uh, commence cleanup as needed. Uh, contact ACEL with new information. I'm sorry, what is 5-0? That's police. Ah, ah, it's the Hawaii 5 yeah. yeah. Local law enforcement uh, are there meddling. In the way. So that's this. That's basically all we know at this point. Uh, something happened. Um, Anita 
is probably dead. The police are already on scene. They've been on scene for approximately two hours. And normally, you guys are told to stay away from the police. But in this situation, you're going to be thrust right in and you're going to have to deal with them. We've provided, we've had limited background, uh, limited time. So what we did is we came up with uh, some fake IDs for you to represent yourselves from Homeland Security. Uh, she hands you out some ID cards, uh, badges. Um, to, at first glance, everything looks, this looks real. So to the average person, it would absolutely fool them. Um, I wrote down the name somewhere, but I can't find it right now. Um, but you each have basically fake IDs, and she says, it's up to you. If you want to use these, you can. If you don't want to use them, that's fine. If you want to come up with something on your own, that's fine too. But basically, you need to provide enough belief to cover that these cops are not going to question you on scene. Well, now, what, I'm sorry, what uh, facility was this at? This is at Stanford, and it's in their physics lab. Oh, Stanford physics lab. You see, there's very good likelihood that they're going to recognize me. I am, I am in that field, well known. So I might as well just play myself. I shall be, I shall be Dr. Wolfgang Winkler, and uh, I have been called because there is some distressing thing about the physics that they need to solve. I don't have a family, so nobody can come back and find me. And I may have to move. I don't want to move. I like working there. I think if she's whatever. Okay. Yep. That's fine. That's up to you. Uh, what? Uh, what <coughs> sort of homeland security uh, documentation was I given? I'm worried about the same problem. Yeah, it's the, it's basically the limited. It's basically enough that if somebody questions you, you could show them an ID or a badge, that sort of thing. Um, but like, you don't have any. You know, if somebody were to get suspicious and look you up in the system, there would be no record of you. Uh, <clears throat> Marshall and Applejack, do you think that uh, that I'm better off also being a physicist in in the locale, or do you think two physicists is pushing it? Uh, theor theoretically, the two of us can either um, go in as ourselves and then just bring you in once you once we've swatted the cops away. Yeah. And, theoretic and theoretically, I could go in uh, as myself as uh, CBI. CBI normally takes jurisdiction over uh, local officers regarding something. It would be it would be a surprise if we, I was on scene so fast, but it's not at all unusual. Um, for me to take jurisdiction over it. But the question is, what is, what does our higher ups mean? What's the, what's the threat of exposure? Is that dangerous? Because I'd be going in under my own actual authority. If, if we need to keep this uh, on the low down under the blanket, then we should go undercover and it should just be um, Marshall and I as DHS clear it out, get, bring you two in, make sure it's secure, and then bring you in and get some answers. But if it doesn't matter, then I could go in as me. So, so when you say no. bring us in, do you mean we, we like wait in the car? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, I get it. And, and Edward, you know, it's, it's not so important for you because, you know, nobody knows who you are. Unless, yeah. unless, unless you know some people at Stanford. Well, you know, we go to conferences, even if I'm not uh, a celebrity physicist. 
I, although I appreciate the peer review, gentlemen, I think uh, time is of the essence. So I asked the handler if, um, you, what do you prefer? Is it, is this something that needs to be covered or, and, and there's a risk of, um, of leaking of contam uh, you know, contamination of information. So we should go under aliases. So I'm asking the handler. Her reaction, operator. Her reaction is yes. Um, you, we don't know enough to tell you that it's safe to use your real identity. Okay. And your so, real contact. I mean, okay. you can always use that to fall back on, um, but until we know more, it's probably best that you just fall back on the, the Homeland Security. Okay, let's we, stay with that then. We each go in as the Homeland Security. We go in as partners. Each of us is tasked to watch over one of the scientists' protection while they're on the scene. Yeah, we could have them wait and probably, you know, we, we could probably pull rank on any uh, uh, LEOs there and then bring them in. And if they have any questions, we say we brought them in because of the nature of this. Yeah. They don't need to know it's above their pay grade. Well, Homeland Security, yeah. officer, put up the barrier tape and stay there. I, I, I can handle. They're local. This is local city police. As soon as, as soon as we flash and we say anything above them, they're out. Yeah, we better go quickly then. So do we yeah. have a vehicle uh, for this? Yes, there's a white van out, out back. You may have noticed on your way in. Um, you can use the keys. Um, do you guys need anything? Uh, specifically within reason uh, a secure uh, Wi-Fi hotspot uh, an iPad communication iPad. devices earpieces for each of us yep uh, you have all of that um, so I probably brought my portable computer in case I need to do extreme math stuff because how, how far away is how far away is it we're in San Jose so Jose. it's Stanford Stanford's roughly 20 minutes. I mean, I, I know where it is, but uh, it's, um, it's yeah. 10 o'clock at night, right? On like yeah. a weekday. Yep. So it's Palo Alto, depending on where we are in San Jose, is probably about half hour. So yep. we're not that far, but in that half hour, we should use it to research as much as possible. So I want a mobile uh, satellite uplink, um, if possible, that's encrypted that we can use to do research on the way. You mean, yeah, so the way I was picturing it in my mind, basically like you guys have off smartphones, but they're basically burners. You know, there's no right. identifying marks. And right. when you're done with them, just trash them. So yeah. I, 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 I must have my portable computer, though, to bring with me if in case I need. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm using my real name anyway, so nobody would understand any of this stuff unless they had a very high education. It's in code. Well. Wow. Co codes could be broken yeah, and it's, it's, risky. Don't I, I don't worry about it. You keep it anyway. Now I am worried about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just I'm useless if I don't have some. Have a computer? Well, you know, the, I, have a I'm burner not phone. useless, but it could take me 14 hours to solve something I could do in five minutes with a computer. So. Well, do you need that computer? Can we get another one that's not traced? This Doesn't have your information on this it? Is my computer. I would assume that you had a burner computer in your go bag with some basic stuff on it. Yeah, but it's not as good. It's a Dell. 
<laughs> Shit. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just joking. You're getting a Dell, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, if, uh, if you don't mind losing it, uh, if you risk, if it's so important to you and the operation requires uh, uh, operating procedure where if we're about to be compromised, uh, standard operating procedures to destroy it. So if you want to take a risk by bringing it, by all means. Yeah, it's fully backed up. I, I'm, I will risk destroying it. I, I have a button right here that I can put, oh no. Okay, well, if the operator, if our case operator says it's okay, then we should be moving. I don't want to keep arguing Yep, the whole She's way. But it's this is all taking up valuable time. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to be clear, they are they do know you're coming. So it's not like you're walking in and you're in a surprise. They've been informed that somebody is coming and that they know they're they're aware of that. They Very know good. DHS is coming. Um, not exactly, but we will inform them as right as soon as you leave. Okay. So okay. If, if that's the agreed upon plan, that's what we'll relate. Yeah, let's go with DH. Let's go with DHS uh, and. Two, two officer, two DHS officers. Okay, makes sense to me. All right, and with that, she says, "All right, you guys know the protocol. Basically, after you guys walk out that door, you've never heard of me, and you're not supposed to contact me. If by any chance you find something that is, what shall we say, valuable to Delta Green, uh, if possible, bring it back here." Same process, you'll be buzzed in, just leave it on the table and walk away. Uh, how long how long is this supposed to um, how long is this supposed to uh, last? No idea. That's we have no information. Okay. And um, nobody was keeping tabs on Taylor's research before this blew up? No well, there hasn't been enough time. It was 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 the program aware of Dr. Taylor's research prior to this? No, she was not on, on our radar at all. Other, other than being a friendly? Right, correct, yes. Okay. Or that information is classified. Um, if this goes beyond dawn, uh, we might have some issues on, on my end unless you tell my boss that I'm going to show up late to work tomorrow. Yeah, we'll say that's all been taken care of. Okay. All right, let's get over there. All right, uh, I will be driving. Uh, Before you leave, um, Agent uh, Applejack and Agent Marshall, could you re remain behind for a second? Of course. You want us to take our ears off? Yes, please. All right. Okay, gentlemen, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what this is all about. Whatever it is, it got one physicist already killed. Now, maybe it's just a coincidence or maybe it's not, but maybe these scientists have, there's something about them. They, you know, they get a hold of a piece of uh, knowledge and they won't let it drop. So I need you guys to be extra cautious about what these guys are doing with the information that they find. If, if worse comes to worse, we still need to contain it. So I won't say anything more, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Copy Sterilized with extreme prejudice Prejudice is what I'm reading. <laughs> if that's what you read between the lines, that's perfect. All right, you guys can uh, head out to the van. All right. 
Okay, so uh, I'm driving. Okay. I got shotgun. And and uh, Doc and Doc might want to uh, uh, want to see if you can track anything down on Dr. Taylor in the 20, 30 minutes it'll take us to get there. Yeah. Uh, we probably find her profile online. I'll show you where you're headed. So that's the main campus layout of Stanford. Huh. Uh, that one small building there, right, right towards the center of the main quad, is the physics department. Where's the linear accelerator? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's probably is there. It, is it under that building? It's probably underneath. Yeah. And anybody can Google Maps the the location too, if that's that's up to them. Um, yeah, so you guys, uh, go ahead and do a, you know what, don't even, this won't even roll because this is, would be easily to find. Um, but basically you find the information on Dr. Anita. She's absolutely, she's from Stanford. She's a uh, phys physicist there. Uh, I believe she's involved with theoretical physics. And um, yeah, my field. Yep. Any um, particular type of physics, what you're working on? Um, a little bit of uh, quantum entanglement. Quantum entanglement, very interesting. Quite. I'm working on loop quantum gravity at the moment. Um, so that's going to be right up your your alley, Agent uh, Pufferfish. Yeah, hopefully I'll be able to recognize what went wrong with the experiment. <clears throat> yeah. uh, what what uh, what does she have in terms of published papers? Uh, I don't know the answer to that offhand, so we'll just say the usual. Okay. I'll just, I'll just take a cop out there. Um, that's what I, I learned that today, that when I pick my next uh, game to run, I'm not going to do something that's involving physics. <laughs> I'm going to do something that involves, like, donuts and beer. <laughs> donuts, yeah. You can start uh, talking about uh, the asymmetric a asymmetric uh, project projection of Calibri, your manifold manifesting itself in anti-decitta space. Yes, yes, there is yes. that too. We can do that in the morning when this is all cleaned up. Uh, uh, it's going to be the donut model of the universe. <laughs> all right. The donut-shaped universe. All right, so I'm driving quickly. I'm uh, not... Uh, you know, Scott Pruitt, sirens and, and uh, flashing lights, but, but I'm driving quickly. Yep. Um, is there anything else you want to do before you arrive or we can just fast forward? Uh, I'm just wondering if there's anybody that we know that uh, she was working with from what we can find online. If she had a colleague or partner or co-written papers with. Um, that is a good question. We'll say that it's probably there are probably names dropped all along that. Um, so there's multiple physics professors there. Mm -hmm. uh, one name in particular kind of stands out to your name. His name is Peter Anselm. Ah, Peter Anselm? Yes. Thanks. And the same sort of information you can gather there. Nothing really descriptive. Um, he's also involved with the same sort of research. One, I don't know if it's possible. Uh, is is there a, a police scanner in the van, or can we act? Because I'd, I'd basically just like to know what the police are saying on the way. 
That's a good question, but I'm going to say no. He didn't have time to prepare that. Okay. So you guys get there in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, you didn't necessarily break the traffic laws too much, but nothing, you know, you never, you didn't get pulled over, so that's good. Uh, you arrive on the campus. The campus security lets you in. They're expecting you. Uh, there's a parking lot nearby. You park, and you're going to have to walk maybe 100 yards, give or take, uh, through the, the pathways and so forth, leading to the physics building. Very nondescript, actually. It's it's basically a, a ivory color building, limited windows, not, not very fancy. Um, so Vivo made in the, evades in the car. Okay, you're, you're gonna go go with that. We'll How many cop cars? How big is the activity? Are there is there a helicopter? Yeah. Are there lights? None of that. Um, you park. Uh, you you see a police car in the parking lot. Um, and other than that, there's not much else. As you're walking towards the building, you do see there's a few people standing by, kind of just rubbernecking. Um, just, you know, students wondering what the heck's going on. Well, leave leave the physicists in the in the van. If you guys are going to research, and let's just, let's, uh, Marshall, you and I, let's take charge of the situation. Applejack, do you think that's even necessary? The local police have been here for a while. Let them just trail behind us a bit. After all, they are agents. They know how to handle themselves. Yeah, I don't want to be 100 yards away necessarily if something goes okay. through. Well, <laughs> Okay. Put put air quotes around that, but yeah, okay. Hang hang behind. This is this is just to get us in for our badges. Correct. I just don't want to uh, keep anybody out of uh, visual contact right now. Okay. And right. just hang back for a bit. So we want to go in uh, under under false pretenses, authority of DHS. Yep. So you arrive at the building, there's a... Um, uh, I look at the badge to know what my name is. Yeah, and I do apologize because I, I did prepare that and I wrote it down, but I cannot find it. it whatever it is, Applejack learns it. <laughs> yes, we'll say that. Um, I mean, if you just want to give yourself a first name, that's fine too. Frank. <laughs> yeah, not, not Frank. So, All right. um, you guys get to the building. There's a uniformed uh, policeman standing at the door. There's some police tape he's already put up, and he's basically just watching the door to keep any bystanders out. So he sees you approach, and he can already tell from your walk that you're you're heading towards him, and he just lifts the tape up for you. Um, I actually wanna I I wanna check and I say, officer, what can, can you tell me the situation before we go in? Approximately two hours ago, uh, we got a report of a gunshot. Um, we came out and we talked, we spoke with a professor Anselm, um, and he told us he heard a gunshot from his office. And, well, you know, I don't know if I should say too much. He's in there waiting for you guys. So if you want to just interview him, that's probably your best bet. But basically, it's a, it's a gunshot wound. We have one female dead inside. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, we have uh, two others uh, who may be uh, joining us that we called in. That you will also let 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 them through. Okay. Sure. 
All right. Um, so you guys walk in. You can tell the uh, the building's already been cleared. There's, you know, there's no students or any other faculty there. And you see that down the hallway, there's a light coming from one of the rooms. And it's clear that that's the, the room that you're meant to go to. Do, do we arrive shortly after they went in? Yeah, do you want to... Did we, did we decide you're just staying behind them a distance or are you waiting for a, a message? You guys can you guys can come in once you guys can just come in and we'll wait for you. I don't know what we're waiting for. I'm just going to go inside. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we are here. We are uh, physicists in this apartment. We need to go inside. Yep. He, uh, he, he just flags you and he's already, he knows the deal. I want to scan the hallways leading to where the door says ahead of us. I just want to take visuals of exits, entrances, anything that just catches my eye before yep. I enter the main room. And we kind yeah. of catch up to them because we assume they're being very cautious and we're just walking up to them. Mm -hmm. uh, there's the main doors that you came through, big glass doors you push through. Um, it's a long hallway. There's a couple hallways to the left and the right. But at the far end of the hallway, there's another set of doors. So it's basically like a straight through hallway with a couple uh, left and right T's. Um, yeah, so you oh, guys. We're all together, so we can just yeah. head on. Head on. Okay. All right, sure. You, you guys walk into the room, and you see there's three people. There's two probably detectives. And there's one gentleman who's got like a, a gray suit on that's rumpled. He's got frizzy hair, a little unkempt. And he's just sitting off uh, at one of the lab stations. And when you guys walk in, the two detectives, they look up and they say, finally, what took you guys so long? Bureaucracy. What's the situation? Well... We think it's pretty cut and dry, although we were surprised to get the phone call that said you guys are involved. So I don't know if there's anything you can tell us about, it, but we're not sure why we're waiting for you guys. But we've been told to wait for you. Uh, the coroner's probably going to be here any minute, too. He, he has not been here either. Um, so I would just ask that you guys can do anything you want. Just please try not to disturb the body. And when you say it's cut and dried, or do you mean that it looked like a self-inflicted wound or there's somebody else involved. Is there a weapon? Um, no, he's hesitating. He says, well, okay, maybe I jumped the gun a little bit. Um, she's been shot, uh, one time in the gut. Um, it, it was, it definitely looks like, well, I mean, it was a fatal, fatal shot, but it looks like she died pretty, pretty quickly. Um, well, why don't we just look at the scene and see if I Well, I, I, I want to know, we can, we can take it from here. Um, thank you, officers, you, you, detectives, you did a good job. Uh, who, who phoned, who called? Who made the, who made the report, the 911 call? Yeah, that's this gentleman sitting over here. That's uh, Dr. Anselm. Okay. Uh, what does he look like? How, what, is, what does he look like now? Is he yeah, distraught? That's, yep, that's the one I described. He's got the crumpled suit, frizzled oh, hair. Okay, okay. Yep. Okay, all right. Um, so I want to try and pull rank on these guys and get them out of the room. Cool. 
just one moment. Detective, uh, video feed for this whole building. I want that uh, digital information sent to my colleague over here, and I point to um, Wolfgang. Yeah, as they're probably not going to have any kind of video camera inside the lab. They will have them at the doors leading because in and out. Yeah, because what they're doing inside, they don't want people to, to know. Um, I would like to go over and talk to Mr. Anson. He's also a physicist, yeah? Mm-hmm. And, and just generally, like, does the lab look disturbed? Is there a giant, weird, humming blue machine? Uh, are there, there papers all over the floor? Is there a chalkboard with stuff written all over it? Yes. So, so personally, I've never been in a physics lab, so I'm going to wing this part. But yeah, basically, so it's what you would expect. You walk in, it's, it's, a, it's a lab. So it's an active, there's uh, lab tables, there's scientific equipment all about. There's little stations, it's almost like set up so that each person can be doing their own work and different things. Um, one thing that kind of catches your eye in the far left, well, in the far northeast corner of the lab, there's one section, it's only about maybe a 10 by 12 area completely clean there's a whiteboard on the wall looks like multiple people have written on it erased it written on it erased it um, at the at the moment there's just some erased stuff there's nothing written on there now um, but what's unusual about it is that it's almost looks like a little uh, shrine there's like a little bonsai tree there's a little um, like a little fake Zen stone garden um, and other than that, other than it being just a little bit out of ordinary, nothing else particularly unusual about it. Um, the woman is and is the body? That's again. Yep, the woman's laying on the floor, pool of blood as you would expect, and she's on her side. Can we? Can we? Um, can I? Uh, while everyone's doing this stuff, to try and dismiss the the detective. Yeah. Right. Good. Sure. But get his number. But get his number to contact him. And, and then we can search this rel relatively with impunity and we can talk to Anselm without interference. Um, do, do you have like a, like a I got um, bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Go ahead and roll that. Um, or I'm law. Bureaucracy and law. Bureaucracy is higher. Either one. I'm just looking. All you have to do is not get a critical fail. Uh, it's a miss, but not critical. I, I just... Okay. That's fine because you can tell they've been here waiting for two hours and they're just anxious to get out of here. Okay. Um, so they're going to leave, but they're going to basically she says they are not leaving the scene, but we'll, we'll wait outside. Yeah. And let me get, and let me get their number too. Yeah, sure. Okay. So the only one, so now the only person in here is Anselm and us, right? Correct. And, and the corpse for now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we can split here. I know when you want to talk to him and we have a bunch of things to look at. Yeah. Don't, don't erase anything off of any chalkboards because it might be very important. Yeah. I'd even be willing to bet that there's some way to get a residual read from a whiteboard that's been cleaned unless it was cleaned really well. Uh, Marshall, do you have, um, forensics? Yes, or, I do. Or first aid or something to look at the at the body. Criminology, first aid, and forensics. 
how how good are you at it? And there's a, there's a list basically. Like, are you a? Let me see if I can remember there. Uh, what what is it? Are you are you a hobbyist, college minor, college major, decades of experience, or lifetime mastery? Basically, it's how high your percentage is. You can yeah. It's forensics would be thirty percent. Criminology is fifty percent. Okay. Uh, basically, I'm wondering which of us should look at the body while the other one looks at the other stuff. We could uh, both. What's that? We could both in, uh, look yeah, at yeah. it. But, but so one of, one of us should go to the body, and uh, I've got some first aid. Take the body then, and I'll okay. look at the, uh, the shrine you, area. Yeah. So... Um, uh, I'm sorry, Miss uh, Mr. You are Peter Anson. Uh, That's correct. Physicist. That's correct, Doctor. Uh, I would like I, I would like you to explain what has happened here. Um, I am also a physicist. Um, I kind of try to stay out of his direct vision. <laughs> As you're talking to him? <laughs> yeah, you know, he looks distraught. I put my hand on his shoulder. I'm like, there, there. Uh, you know, it's I know it's a traumatic event, but perhaps you could explain to me what you were trying to do. I am a physicist. I should be able to understand what you're saying. Uh, unlike these other fools in the room, uh, they are not qualified to understand the higher mathematics. I, I heard that. I can understand. But don't, don't feel bad. It's just the profession you chose. <laughs> it's necessary to have some muscles. Um, this is the muscles that, that I use. So. Anyways, uh, Peter, what, what can you tell me happened here? Are you all right? Can I get you a drink of water or something? Uh, thank you. No, I, I, I've been drinking water all night, so you might have to, you might have to excuse me soon, but... Um, Oh. Yeah, so so basically, I was working in my office. Um, I was working late, and, and uh, suddenly I just heard a gunshot ring out. Did you recognize it as a gunshot right away? Oh yeah, I mean it was it was loud. I mean it was either that or somebody was lighting off firecrackers, but I just assumed it was a gunshot. Well, um, somebody was mixing uh, hydrochloric acid, and yeah, this <laughs> yeah, explosion uh, scared the heck out of me. But I jumped. I got up. And I cautiously looked out the door, and I happened to see somebody running down the hallway. Was it a man or a woman? It was definitely a man, a uh, big guy, probably about 6'2". How was he dressed? Uh, flannel shirt, uh, jeans, sneakers. Sounds like a student. Um, he was, uh, he had a like a ball cap, like a knit cap. Was uh, he carrying anything? I couldn't really tell. He was basically, he was running. And he was running away from me. So he, he might've had a gun. I couldn't, I couldn't really see. Now think about this. Did you notice? I don't know how much you would notice, but you're a physicist. You notice a lot. Did you notice like any stains on his arms as if perhaps he had erased something from the, the whiteboard, some black. You say he had flannel shirt on. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell. It was all just happened so quickly, and the, he was down the hallway quite a bit. I, I don't think I could have seen anything. Mm. And then you, Professor Taylor, alive when you came in? 
Um, well, I waited for a bit because I wanted to make, I didn't know what was happening. So I didn't know if there were multiple shooters or I wanted to make sure it was safe. Um, I looked down the hallway the other way towards the lab and I saw that the light was on. So then I approached the lab and I called out and I didn't hear an answer, but I thought I heard somebody groaning. So I walked in and that's when I saw Dr. Taylor laying on the floor and she was bleeding severely. My goodness. I pretty much turned around right away and that's when I called 911. So you didn't speak to her, she didn't speak to you? No, I think, I think she died. I think she was probably dead before I hung up the phone, but I don't know that. I'm sorry you've been through all this. Yeah. You worked together pretty closely, didn't you? Yes, we were, I, I wouldn't say we were partners, but we did work on some jobs the same. From what we understand, you were working on quantum entanglement theory? Correct. Had you had some sort of breakthrough recently or? Not necessarily. Uh, would like to kill one another and take their other's uh, <laughs> research. Not really, but. Uh, well, you know, part of the reason why we were here is that we were contacted and told that that Dr. Taylor had, had recently had some very strange results in her, her studies and uh, we were hoping hoping to find out what, what had been going on. Apparently it has led to her murder. Uh, if there's anything you can tell us that... Uh, uh, He's looking at you puzzled. He's, he's not sure he wants to say anything or not. But, you know, uh, she has occasionally corresponded with me. Uh, I am from at the San Damiel Institute. Uh, perhaps you have heard of me? I'm uh, uh, Dr. Wolfgang Winkler. Okay. The name I, does sound familiar, yes. Yeah, yeah, I work on uh, um, loop quantum gravity. Yeah, I think I read one of your papers once before. Yeah. She was, she was a, a, not really a colleague, we've never written anything together, but, uh, you know, um, I was contacted to come immediately, being the only qualified person, the, the, the second only qualified person, perhaps. I look over at Edward. I'm like, I want to jump to the, the whoever's looking at the body, uh, Agent Applejack and Marshall. You too, or were you interviewing? We, I, I believe, we split. I was going to look at um, the body, and Marshall okay. was looking at the room, okay. the shrine to start, but the room in general. All right, let's go to you, Applejack. Um, can, just tell me briefly how you're approaching, how you're doing it. Um, so basically this is a crime scene. So I'm immediately looking at the position, you know, where she is, position of the body. I'm not touching her at all. Um, basically approaching as a crime scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, is there a weapon? Are there shell casings? Uh, you know, where, where was she approximately when she was shot? Mm -hmm. And then, and then work my way into, you know, is she dead? 
um, uh, you know, what happened? Were there signs of a struggle? Are things broken? What she was doing? Things like that. Okay. I have a, I have a, a first aid, but I also have search, uh, pretty good, a 50 in search and a 30 in forensics. Um, but I would need like a forensics kit to do it, which I could assume I have. But forensics specifically is discern crucial clues, uh, clean a scene, collect and analyze evidence. You know, this takes some time and I have to gather evidence, but mm -hmm. assuming I have a thing, I can, you know, get all that info from there. So, yeah. Um, hmm, let's see. I'll let you decide and I'll give you the benefit of the doubt as far as if you have search or friends, if whichever one is higher, I'll let you roll that. Okay. That's search. Search, okay. I got it exactly. Okay. Um, so she's laying on her side. Um, she's a little bit of a sprawl. Everything that you've been told so far is matching up with what you're seeing forensically. Um, the way she is kind of laying on her arm, her, her sleeve of her blouse has been pulled up. And you can see on her forearm, forearm there's track marks. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, there's one other thing um, in her pants pocket. There's uh, an outline of what is probably her cell phone. Okay. Um, do I recognize her uh, uh, track marks related to a drug addiction? That's probably what your experience would tell you. Okay. Uh, are they different um, time periods? In other words, like, are some more healed than others? Yes, although I will say there's not, it's not like a junkie per se. Like, it's not like a, a pincushion. There's not a whole lot of them. But what I'm trying to, what I'm basically trying to know is like, A, did someone like, you know, poker a number of times to make it seem like she's junkie. And the second one is like, has she been injecting herself something recently? Yeah, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, one looks fresh, one looks old. Okay, so she only got like two little marks. Yep. Essentially. Okay, so she's not a junkie, but of recently she's been in, she or someone has been injecting her with something. Correct. Um, and then I'll grab her cell phone and okay. I'll start poking at that, but if you want to go on to... Okay, let's go over to um, Agent Marshall. Uh, was there anything particular you're looking for, or? Um, I'm looking at the first at the shrine area, mm -hmm. and looking for anything, imagery, maybe carvings, words, names, anything that's not scientific looking. You know, like, is there ancient inscriptions on there, or a different language, or? Just something besides a little Zen garden. Is there something out of the ordinary? Okay, do a search for me. No, I failed. 69 out of 50. Okay. Um, the short answer is no, nothing unusual at all. Um, other than the fact that like this is in a physics lab. So that's the only thing that's somewhat unusual. It just doesn't seem to fit in here. Um, but there's nothing necessarily weird. There's no, no marks, no 
strange symbols, nothing like that. Now, did you say there was sand? Uh, it's like a little rock garden, so there's like a couple rocks, and then it looks like it's only like a tray sort of thing, um, and then somebody like rakes the pattern in the sand. I'm gonna take my knife out and push the sand around too to see if there's something hidden in the sand. Okay, uh, you do that, and you don't you don't see or feel anything, although you have messed up the very pretty design. <laughs> um, and as you do that, you feel a breeze like on, uh, on the back of your neck, the, like somebody opened a window or a door nearby. I turn around, I don't see anything behind me or any open windows. No, you don't, Every, all the windows are closed. All right, I'm gonna make a note of that and discuss that later with the team. Okay. And you know my paranoia, so that's okay. kicked in. Marshall, do you have an alertness skill? Yes, I do. You, you might wanna, Check that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to force you to, rule, to look, but with an alertness skill, that's the kind of thing you might want to. Well, that's I was telling the handler about my, um, you know, about my disorder. So mm -hmm. that just went off. So if anything strange, I'm already looking around. I'm starting to, my looking everywhere in the room now. Yep. I think because you're doing that, you, I know I won't make it roll for it because you're actively doing it. So, uh, but you don't, nothing, nothing triggers anything. It's like, it's just enough, like you said, just sets you on edge or something. Okay. And I'm just going to continue to investigate the rest of the room with that. Have, you know, now my, my paranoia is kicked in. Okay. All right. So, um, I'm going to tell Mr. And so, um, you know, if you think of anything, please, you know, tell us what what you can, what you can. Uh, but I don't see any reason why you need to stay here. You can go away outside, but be, be be available so we can ask you more questions if we need you. Is that okay? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's been quite traumatic for you. Yeah. Do you stay here on campus? Do you stay here, or do you? Uh, do you live uh, off a uh, campus in your I have an apartment nearby. You do, okay. Well, well, for now, would you stay on campus and, you know, stay outside, go have some coffee or something, and we'll, uh, we'll come back and talk to you later, perhaps. Okay. Agent Pufferfish, did you have anything you wanted to ask? Uh, well, <clears throat> I, you know, I'm not going to... I think as if Anselm does leave promptly, I'm just going to tell Wolfgang that I'm not sure that that was entirely wise, since he's the only witness of sorts to potential murder and that is, suspect. Well, that's possibly true, but I, I want him out of here so that we can uh, do some more serious investigation. Well, you have something there. Um, I think, you know, he, he works here. We'll know where he lives. All we have to do is ask the administration. We, we can hunt him down if he's actually... My concern is that he knew what, what Dr. Taylor was involved in, and if anything's missing, he's the only one he'll know. Uh, well, you can you could just grab him on the way out and ask him now, right? Let's let him sit, let's let him sit in a uh, uh, room for a little while and sweat it out. Um, between you and me, Edward, we will know 
what Shiva is working on in about 25 minutes once we have looked through this room and looked at the papers and looked at the blackboards and shouldn't be too much trouble. But the only problem being that she was surprised by the results and so it might be something that even we are not familiar with having happened or having experienced. Oh, I doubt that seriously. So he's uh, getting <laughs> he stands up, he's getting, he's walking towards the door. Uh, you guys are having a small conversation. Agent Pufferfish, you're listening to Agent Dub, Dub Dub, and uh, you're having this discussion with him. You're aware that uh, Anselm was about to leave, mm -hmm. and you feel, I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. it you feel, it almost feels like a warm embrace. Um, you ever take like a flannel shirt out of the dryer and uh, put it on, you know, put on a fresh shirt just out of the dryer? feels that warm. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like. It feels like something just enveloped you. And it's a physical feeling. Yes. It's not, I don't feel warm and snugly inside. I feel blanketed by something. Correct. Uh, uh, I think the... <laughs> Well, that what's wrong would with be, you? Yeah, I think I would step back abruptly and look around. Yeah, you see Marshall is about three or four steps behind you. Applejack's over to the side of you, so there's nothing immediately in your area. Did you feel like breath on your neck? Uh, it was something uh, It was something more tangible than that. And I'm looking around for like a heating unit or something. There, there could be a microwave array somewhere i assume i see nothing that looks like it could be a source of a warming sensation what's what's going on what happened they're, they're acting very strangely it's like no, no, no. Uh, not them what do you mean marshall what happened puffish what happened when i first uh when i first investigated the sand uh, little uh, statue thing over there i felt like some breath or breeze on the back of my neck and i saw a pufferfish show and I, I knew. Yeah, I didn't feel anything like a breeze, though. I felt like uh, warmed from some external source, very abruptly. Do you abruptly. feel it now? Do you still feel it now? Is it persistent? No, it went away. I don't know whether it's because I'll take a tentative step back toward where I was standing in case it recurs. Is Anselm here or did he leave? He's, he just left the door. He's okay, so it's just us now? Yeah. Okay. So, so I want to I want to check alertness for sure, on, okay. on on my end. And while you're doing that, uh, Agent Pufferfish, you can do a sanity roll, and Marshall, I'll let you decide. You can do a sanity roll if you think your character's a little weird now. What are we on? Uh, ghost hunters now? <laughs> oh, what was that? And I filled that sanity check. Okay, eighty two for my seventy. Just a uh, uh, one point. Oh nine. Okay, definitely pass. So we'll say we'll say you're fine, but you're a little on edge. Um, I am going to look at them with uh, incredulity in my eyes and walk over. If there's any blackboards, whiteboards, um, the one that's that's you said is erased. Mm -hmm. um, 
I'm going to pull out my trusty little computer and I'm going to open it up and I'm going to go to the app that takes pictures and I'm going to hold it up and I'm going to take pictures because I can enhance the contrast and see if I can pull the, the what's in the background forward okay. uh, to see if I find anything. I'm going to photograph any chalkboards in the room, especially if they've got formulas written on them because you're doing this with what your computer or with the phone? With my, well, I, I did bring my, my little computer. Okay. So, so like just the built in. Camera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would there be a flash on that or no? No, I don't like it with flashes. It, it ruins the picture. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, given that I'm feeling jarred and uh, uncertain, but I don't. I didn't feel another warm flash when I stepped forward. I assume. Correct. You did not. Yep. So the next thing that makes sense for me to do is to look at the various lab stations and figure out which of them are entanglement experiments hmm. and whether they look, how familiar they look, and what you know, similar to my work, different, any indication of something weird. Sure, that's a good idea. Let me know anyone anyone who feels anything weird, holler immediately. Understood. Goes for everybody. And and when when you cycle back to me, I want to look at her cell phone. Okay. Um, all right, I'll come back to you in a second. Uh, Pufferfish, you're looking about at the different lab stations. Um, there's the one that Anselm was sitting at. And you can tell by looking at it, it's messy. There's papers everywhere. There's a few of those, um, what are they called? Um, composition notebooks, you know, those uh -huh. black ones with the white pattern on it. Yep. So there's a, there's a handful of those scattered about the desk. Um, the, the other lab stations are fairly neat compared to that one, especially. There's, a, you know, do a do a search roll for me. That I made twenty three for forty. All right, there's a um. You can see amidst the clutter, and uh, underneath some papers, there's a little corner of a business card sticking out. Very interesting. So Let's I assume you're going to take, take that look at it. Yep. It's a business card for, uh, let me see if I can pronounce this. Um, Roshi Kenja Meditation. Uh-huh. It's in Palo Alto, and you know the area well, so it's approximately 15 minutes away. And are there any insignia on it? There's or like a little, little logo, a little tiny Buddha maybe. Um, mm -hmm. but other than that, it's, it's just his name, the location of the business. Roshi Kenja. All right. That's interesting. Um, so the area is messy. I'm gonna, of course, I'm going to start looking at the papers and notebooks while you move on. Yep. Uh, how are, are there, uh, many computers in this room? Are any of them on? Are they attached to any equipment? Yeah, we'll say there's definitely computers. Uh, let's say none of them are on at the moment. Sure. All right. I'm going to I'm going to start looking through the papers and let you go. 
Yep, sure. Um, you, Agent Puffish, you start going through a phone. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Uh, that that was that's me. Applejack. I'm sorry, Applejack. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I'm just. Uh, it's gonna be hard to crack it. I, I don't know. Like if it's a. It's, that's not my specialty, unfortunately. So it's whatever info I can get. Um, you know, last calls, alerts, calendar alerts, anything like that. Okay. There's. Um... There's a few messages. Uh, the only ones that are particular interest to you is that there's somebody whose name is Sean. And okay. there is some, I, I don't want to say code talk in the sense of like, it's not like complicated ciphers. It's like obvious to you with your background that it's things like, Hey, I got the goods. Meet me in an hour. Mm -hmm. You know, that's our stuff. It's like they're trying to be coy. They're trying to be secretive, but it's like, right. it's not. Okay. Um, when, when were these messages? When did they happen? Uh, would have been last Thursday. Okay. And no, nothing recent. The very last one to this Sean guy is from her and she's saying, I will pay you. Okay. And this was last Thursday? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have some conclusions, but okay. we, can, we can keep, there's more stuff and I still want to look through the room too uh, and, and do a search. Sure. Uh, you can do that. And Marshall, do you want to do anything? Just basically observing the whole room. I'm trying to see if that phenomena happens again, who it happens to. That's, that's all really. Okay. So you're kind of standing there. You're sort of taking everything all in this, this incident with the, the, the breeze that you felt you're on edge and you're looking at everybody else. You're, you're taking it all in what, what's happening around you. Uh, the one professor, he's looking at his iPad. He's, the other professor is searching the desk. Uh, Agent Applejack's standing over the body with the cell phone. And as you're taking this all in, all of a sudden, everything stops. Like, stops. Like, it's silent. It's as if somebody pushed the pause button on a VCR. There's no movement at whatsoever. And then that quickly, it goes away. Did anybody else experience that? What, what happened? It was, it was like we were in a movie and somebody had literally just pressed pause. None of you moved, no breathing, no sound, nothing. Uh, nothing for me. Um, I want to do a... Uh human intelligence on Marshall and see if he's cracking. Okay. With that, like, just, just make sure that someone I have not worked with is not freaking out and cracking under the pressure. Yeah, do, do, a, do a roll. Uh, no, I did not make that. 
Okay. I didn't miss by a lot, but uh, okay. Seventy-six out of sixty. You've got your eyes on them. Yep. Um, no. Did did we freeze just for a couple seconds? Everything froze just for a split second, but okay. Why don't you relax for a sec? Uh, did you feel anything happening before it, or did it just happen? Like, was there a warning? I don't believe so. Handler, was there anything? Or? No. No, nothing. Just like before with pufferfish and with myself, it just just happened. Different different um, outcome, but similar. We are definitely dealing with something strange here. I know you're rolling your eyes, uh, doctor, but there's a whole other world out there that your mind cannot even grasp. Whether you choose to believe it or not is inconsequential to me. You're muted, Dub Dub. We're missing that great diatribe. <laughs> I, I said, uh, there is a whole world right here in front of you that you can't even possibly understand. <laughs> but I come closer than anybody else, so. And, um, and, and of course, uh, Agent Puffer fishes. Thank you, Dub. Excellent use of a handle. But, uh, do I see anything on my iPad? No, nothing, nothing is showing up. Is this just, just nonsense? I mean, it's not nonsense, but it's it's nothing important. It's just uh, this this looks like a little bit of uh, quantum field theory, and it's just physics. I want to search the room. Are there any machines on? Are there any experiments running? No. But what I will say is, I'm not going to make you roll for this either, but I'm going, to, I'm going to point this out to you. You're looking about the room, you're looking for the machines, the one, like you said, um, and you look over at the uh, lab station that's next to Dr. Allen Summers, and you can see on the desk there's a, it's about 12 inches by 12 inches, like a glass cube with like a little door on it sort of thing. Um, and then inside of that, there's a little Petri dish. Hmm. The door is open? The door's closed, um, but it's not like locked or anything like that. It's not like secure. It's a sample, probably an airtight container or a biological sample. Are there microscopes in this lab? Sure. Why would that be biological, biological, biological experiments yeah. in a physics lab? Right. That's yeah. very strange. Not obvious to me. That's unusual. Um, uh, I, this is, um, they're just regular overhead lights on in this room. Yep. For instance. And the electricity obviously is fine. Yep. Is, are there any like, um, switch boxes or, um, power box breakers or anything? Uh, nothing visible in the lab. Uh huh. I mean, maybe, I guess so. I suppose there's probably some sort of emergency shutoff. Right. And how about evident refrigeration devices? Because there are a lot of low temperature experiments. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yes, we'll say over in the corner there's some low temperature type refrigerators. I'm going to go and check that out. Okay. Assuming the paperwork hasn't gotten me so excited. Yep. No, no, everything looks legit. Um. Now I'm going to turn to papers, if there's anything 
if I can determine what people were working on, especially her stuff. Uh, her stuff, meaning you're going to go to her lab station? Yeah, if she has, uh, as you say, you know, the black and white books. Does she well, have an office? Um, Does yeah, have probably. Office? Just just like Anselm, we'll probably say it's just like a shared office. Okay. I mean, there's another place that we can search, or this is her office. I'm assuming this is the lab, and then she's got an office. Right, exactly. Okay. We'll want to check that out somewhat soon, but the corner's on the way, so let's keep going on this room. Do a uh, spot hidden for me, Dub Dub. Oh, yes, pass. Okay, great. Uh, you're looking around, your concern is the papers, but you do notice that glass box too, and you see the Petri dish inside of it. Inside of the Petri dish, there is a small, like about, uh, half inch, maybe not even a quarter inch, small black cube. Edward, come over here. Look at this. What is this? This is not a this is not a medical sample. Uh, okay. So is the is the is the glass box connected to anything, or is it just a box? Just a box. Wait a second. Um, is there a Geiger counter anywhere around? Hmm. <laughs> Should be standard lab equipment. Okay. Sure. I'm going to go grab the Geiger counter and come over and point it at the cube. It, nothing happens. Is the cube shiny, matte? It's matte. Is it sitting in a, in a fluid or is it just sitting on a glass dish? Yep, just in the glass dish. I have no idea what that could be, Dub Dub. Do you have any idea what that could be? You, the most brilliant physicist on the west coast of the Americas. Are you blushing, Dub Dub? Yeah. Uh, no, I have no idea what it is. It's uh, it looks like a mineral of some sort, maybe a crystal. I think uh, it probably should be. Um, uh, I think we should keep it inside the containment that it's in, and I think we should deliver it to the uh, umbrella office when this is over with, because it's it doesn't make any sense. I don't think she just has a, a black dye. Well, let's well, see if we, we, should... we can find any paper relating to it here on her desk. Do we find and we any? might want to start getting some some possible theories and conclusions. My theory is that for some reason she was taking drugs of some kind and and her death was the drug dealer uh, for some reason is the one who killed her but but what interests the what interests our employers is the experiment she's been working on. All right. Uh, That's my you know, theory. Uh, it, it, it's a good theory if it wasn't for the fact that she was a physicist. Um, uh, whatever she's paying her drug dealer, she wouldn't be short on payment. She'd be playing, being paid quite, quite handsomely. So she's got money. Uh, I don't know why, she, why her drug dealer would shoot her because she would be an extremely good source of money if he were... Unless he was blackmailing her, but even then she could play pay her money. And uh, you're assuming even if she had the money, and and you're being very generous with physics uh, physicists working for a university, but it is might not have had the time to pay him. 
Maybe maybe he wanted more or something. So was uh, what did you find in terms of uh, the bodies? Are there burn marks? Or there is? Did you get the weapon? No, she she. If I'm not mistaken, and correct correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. That that she was shot, and the gun is not the murder weapon is not there. She was shot in the gut and died. We don't have a murder weapon and we have a report of someone who left and a general description from Anselm. So she was shot. That might've been incidental to what's going on, but we're all experiencing, not all of us, but some of us are experiencing strange sensations here, which is what interests our employers. Is Yeah. There's something going on in this laboratory that is not, uh, recognized. Yeah. So, so far my working theory is that her death and the, the unusual phenomena that we're experiencing, I think are two different things right now. That's my theory. There are two, one is one happened and came to the other, but the phenomenon doesn't seem to be dangerous, but it is a natural phenomenon. Part of, part of what I'm working on is uniting, uh, quantum mechanics and, uh, and uh, Einstein's uh, general theory of relativity. In this case, I think I can also unite the two things. I think that it is most likely that somebody hired someone to steal something from uh, uh, Dr. Taylor and, uh, and ended up killing her in the process. It's very likely something's missing from the lab, although we won't know what it is. Uh, most likely it would be one of these books here that had some very important documentation in it about what she was working on. Um, it would be completely unethical, but that'd be more likely I'd see than the drug problem. But you are correct. We should start trying to figure out what she was doing. Yeah. Uh, she, she's into some sort of spirituality. Mm. Oh, please. Are we going to, this is not ghost hunters. Why do you think it's her? Oh, because of the Zen garden. Right. Now, if she is spiritual enough to bring it into her workplace, I don't see her using drugs as an addict. It's maybe she's using some sort of substance to enhance her meditation or to bring her to a different spiritual level. Or she now, wanted a target or somebody gave it to her for Christmas present or something. Or, or stay awake. But she stay liked awake. that. Oh, to stay awake, exactly. Something along those lines. Now, is there any other connections with her spirituality? Or I don't know about hers, but I've got this business card from a, a, a nearby uh, Eastern practitioner of some kind, Roshi Kenja in Palo Alto. So somebody's got, who knows whether the Zen garden was hers or Anselm's. So she was into meditation, yoga. Let's Google that address and name right now and see what and comes up. I, I'm going to want to talk to Anselm, I think. Um, but I still think there's more stuff to search, but I want to, I want to talk to Anselm. Okay. He should be right outside. Yeah. So I'm going to go down. I want to wherever he is and yeah. talk to him. You, we'll say you uh, you go out in the hallway and you see the office lights. It's just like one one door down on the opposite side of the hallway. Okay. Uh, knock on the door. Uh, Dr. Anselm? Yes, yes, come in. Uh, do you mind if I have a seat and ask you a couple questions? Please, sir. Um, is this just your office or do you share it with Dr. Taylor? 
Yeah, so the, what I'll do is, uh, so when you walk in the office, you kind of like, there's like a little waiting room, you know, very small, um, like a, just a couple chairs, little end table, and to the right would be his office, and to the left would be her office. So they like share this little. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I'm sorry to hear about your loss. Can you, were you working on the same project with her? Uh, no, I was not. Do you know what she was working on? Uh, she probably mentioned it. Um, Just any details you remember or recall? I know she was good at what she did. Um, I don't have it at my fingertips, but okay. Yeah, we'll say that she was working on something physics related. Okay. Uh, did Did you notice any change in her behavior in the last couple of days or weeks? As a matter of fact, I did. Um, she was acting a little, I don't know, strange. I guess I, I don't know. When did that start? I'd say maybe about a month ago. It's when I. It's probably when I noticed it. And what, what was she doing? It was mostly like, uh, she was like jittery, like uh, everything, she jumped at anything that moved and nervous and jumpy. The, I noticed in the lab there was a, there's a bonsai tree and a, a little sand rock garden. Is that mm -hmm. yours or was that Dr. Taylor's? Yeah, no, that that's mine. I am, um, as you can imagine, there's a lot of stress here. Uh, Oftentimes we're required to produce, um, and I, I've been getting very stressed out. So I was recommended this uh, meditation center, and it's just something I do to just a little corner I set up there to to get away from it all, just for a minute or two. And what did Dr. Taylor feel about this? Did she did she go with you to any of this, or did just? No, she. This was just my own personal. I mean, okay. she was respectful of it. She didn't. She never said anything, but. Okay, um, and can you, that, that lab is a shared space between the two of you or mm -hmm. other, physicists? is it just you two or are there any other scientists that? Yeah, there's other scientists that use it also. Okay, and, and you were here in your office and you heard a gunshot? Correct. And you went over and you saw, uh, and I'll get the description again, I'm going to, I asked him for the description, but you don't need to give it to me. Yep, sure. You know, hand wave yep. over it. Uh, yep. But I get it. Um, you call the police. Um, uh, can you tell me? Did you notice anything unusual in the lab? I know you're you're under stress and stuff, but she was jumpy. Were you experiencing any of that same thing? Um, same no, sensations? Not really. not really. No, can't say that I have. Okay. Um, uh, can I see her office? Can I get into her office? Yeah, it's probably unlocked. Okay. Um, we pretty much just keep the outside door locked. When we're okay. Okay. Thank you. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say thank you. Uh, I want to do, I have Hummant and that's exactly, that's psychology. Hummant is the Delta green equivalent of psychology that yeah. I could use to see if he was hiding anything or nervous or something like that. Sure. Yeah, roll. 
got the same miss again. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, it's a miss. I know. More dice. Um, not a critical failure or anything, just a miss. Okay. Um, okay, I will, uh, and I was really good at humming too. Um, <laughs> I will um, uh, thank him and say sit tight. We still might have some questions, and then I'll, I'll go to the, her office. Okay. But you might want to cycle to someone else. Yep. Does anybody else want to do anything while we do that? Well, yeah, actually, I'm, I've gone through her desk to see if I can find any uh, uh, drugs or any, any, anything that she was working on. If not, I, I would end up going to her office as well. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, so in her lab desk, you don't find anything. Okay. Um, whatever notes you did see, everything looks on the up and up. Okay. I need to check the trash cans. Okay. Uh, nothing of note. Maybe an old rotten apple core. Apples and, and physics go hand in hand. <laughs> Ever since Isaac Newton. Uh, apple headquarters is right so, around. So, uh, Agent Pufferfish, are you going to follow me to an... Uh, uh, Dr. Taylor's lab. I mean, her, her office. Sure. Let's see if we can find in there a better documentation. I'm hoping she has some stuff written on chalkboards because, you know, if she was at a breakthrough point, if we could just finish that for her, if she's dead, she won't care. <laughs> I want to wait about five minutes after they go to the office to be here alone for a few minutes. Okay. And just arbitrarily wait there a little bit and actually say hello. Is anybody there? Okay. And just wait. If nothing happens, I'm just going to shake it off and then go back to the. We all have our specialties, Doctor. <laughs> uh, you, you cut yourself off. After, if nothing happens, said you're going to go to catch uh, up with the rest of them? I'll shake it off and steady, steal myself and then head back into the office. Okay. I'm going to come back to you then. So I'm going to jump to the, the office where the three of you are. Um, uh, so I'm assuming we'll just say, I'm, I'm realizing the time's getting away from me. So I'm going to have to try to fast forward this. Uh, I apologize for that. Um, you guys do a normal search. Um, she's got a computer there. She, uh, you are able to turn it on. It's not password protected. You get in. Um, does anybody have computer science? I have 40. Yes, I got 70%. Ooh, okay. Uh, why don't you both roll just in case? I got 18. 53. Mm. No luck. All right, so um, Agent W, you sit down, you start going through a computer. <sighs> yeah. Um, everything is looking on the up and up. Uh, and then you see she's got a text file, and it just has a, a random, uh, not random, but um, a vague description. It just says notes. Um, uh, you open it, you double-click it, you open it, and um, it's a series of notes. It's almost like a diary, like a day-to-day, -day, like okay. today I was working on such and such. Just general broad bullet points. Um, you see that on Sunday she put in a note that said, Anselm, I can't say that. Anselm lost his experiment notebook. Uh, underneath of that, she has a note that says, P 
pay Sean. And then underneath of that, there's a bullet point and it says Ma. M-A Ma? M-A question mark Ma. What is this? Edward, what do you make of this? I'm trying to think of any uh, anagrams that are M-A. Uh, nothing appropriate leaps to mind. Massachusetts. Is it M-A, capital M, capital A? Yes. Is that, and, and that's unusual. I mean, she's writing in lowercase on the other words, or I mean, <laughs> typing in lowercase and the rest of the stuff? Yeah. Okay. So looking at this, Pei Pe Sean uh, lost his experiment, and so Ma is the last is the last one. Yeah. Capital M, capital A. Mm -hmm. And when was that? When was the Ma entry? Is it dated or timed? Um, I forgot what you said. If I you, think it's it would be the same day. I think which I think is Sunday. It's so funny that Anselm didn't mention having an experiment go missing just a couple of days ago. Well. We could go ask him. We can go talk to him about it. Yeah, I think uh, when we're done here, we should make sure we do. Unless you want to go ahead. It seems like a strange omission. If there's been theft in the lab, that would be relevant. And he do did you, not disclose it. Do, do you want to um, stay here and see if you can find anything else and I go talk to him? He's just 10 feet away. That makes sense to me. I mean, we have a lot of paper to look at, I imagine. Okay. And you're probably a better, more experienced interrogator than I am. All right, you and Dub Dub figure out what she was working on, and see if you can figure out what that thing in the petri dish was. Is yeah, can we go back to that for a second? Um, Pufferfish, did you say you were taking that with you? I said that we. I thought that we should take it with us when we go. Okay. Um, yeah, we're not carrying it. But around. I didn't pick it up or anything. We didn't touch it. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to disturb it. I'm not in no hurry to disturb that. Okay. All right, uh, so Applejack, you're gonna go back over to talk yeah. to Yeah, and, and, and ask if I can take some questions and, and say, um, uh, I'm sorry to hear you lost an experiment a couple days ago. What, what happened? Um, and he, he looks at you a little funny, he's like, uh, I lost, what did I lose? Uh, did you lose an experiment? Um, Data or something? No, no, I'm, I'm not sure. Is How he is he lying? To Do a human in. I'll get my other dice. <laughs> Time to switch the dice. Uh, yeah. Okay. Barely. Okay. Um, it, it's a mixed expression. There's definite confusion, um, because. Well, I'm not going to say because. Uh, but you also see he's got little beads of sweat on his forehead. Okay. Hey, I'm making him sweat. Progress. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've, uh, did something happen? Can you tell me about it? Um, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Uh, well, what? tell me, what did, what did the note say real quick? Say in the computer. It said Anselm lost the experiment, and this was like three days ago? Uh, specifically, it says Anselm lost experiment notebook. Experiment notebook, and when was it? I believe it was Sunday. Yeah, don't 
don't pay too much attention to the to the days. I had to do a little fudging. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so I say, yeah, you lost an experiment notebook. Uh, yeah, I suppose I did. I mean, I'm, I'm and he kind of like motions to his desk. It's, it's a mess. He says, I, I do. I'm, I'm, it's, it's one Is of the that unusual? It's, I tend to lose things more than I should. Okay. Have you been working on something that's been taking a lot of your attention? Just the, I think I mentioned just the fact that they're, they're pushing me to produce results. Um, Who is? The bosses, the, the higher ups, the college. Okay. And what, what are you working on right now? Uh, I'm dealing with um, quantum teleportation. Oh, do you mind explaining this to uh, the other two gentlemen, your work? They might understand it more than me. You yeah, sure. Sure, they probably okay. have heard of it. C come on over. So I bring him over to Dub Dub and, and uh, Pufferfish and say, um, Anselm's been working on an interesting experiment. You might want to ask him about it. I, don't, I can't make heads or tails of it. Hello, Hanson. How how are you holding up? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's it's getting late and and I'm, it's been a rough day, so I'm yeah. I'm holding up, I guess. What have you been working on? So he starts to explain to you the he deals with quantum mechanics and he, it's involved quantum teleportation. Ah. Um, if you want to do a physics role, you both can do do the role. Oh please! <laughs> you, you wrote the book on it. Yeah. That's good. 24. Yeah. 21 for 60. Okay. So, so I'm not going to go into too much detail because I just don't fully understand it, but basically there is this there. I mean, unless you guys know quantum teleportation, let's just say we know. Okay. No, but I mean, it, it, it's a real thing. There's some, there's, there's real physics behind it. It's basically about some, there's some way of using quantum entanglement that if something has a positive spin that the other, yeah. Uh, yeah has a negative spin so if you know one then you know the other and therefore it matter what the distance is it could be across the galaxy you can then uh, determine the information so it's like a way of it's not necessarily a physical transportation but it's like a way of transporting knowledge right yeah. if we could build a quantum computer utilizing this sort of technology then we would it would have an almost infinite speed and uh, capacity and for that matter, if we could uh, use it for telecommunications, we could talk instantaneously to the moon or the to The problem Saturn. so far has been that you can't actually observe the information. If you observe the information, you change the information. So it's all theory right now. Have you had a breakthrough? I can't really say. You, you mean you're uncertain? Say, or it's classified information? It's... My job, and I don't want to share it with other physicists. I understand completely, yes. You understand, I believe. Yes, of course. And this uh, is the notebook that you have misplaced? Is it possible that it was stolen? I don't think so. I mean, I... I Apparently, security here is not great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's not much need for security in the physics lab. Um, it's not like we get a lot of people coming in and out of here. I'm afraid Dr. Taylor would disagree. That's true. I can't argue that. Do you think that 
Do you know that she was taking drugs? There's a definite, he looks conflicted about whether or not he should say anything. Um, but he, since you asked him, he kind of like, I have suspected it. Yeah. Um, Probably stimulants because she suddenly becomes very active again after a long, hard day. I've suspected it. I don't, this is I, not that unusual for us physicists. We need, uh, we need to keep going. Mm-hmm. I'd like to stop. I'd like an espresso once in a while. Do you, have you ever seen a strange man who she may be buying these drugs from somebody named Sean? I may have heard that name. I haven't really paid too much attention to it. At first, I just thought maybe he was a student, but he did look a little rundown. But you haven't seen him before, and you—he doesn't match the same description as the man you saw. Oh no, not not the man that I saw earlier. No, uh, this guy was skinny, kind of rundown looking. No. Well, now he's been brought to her office, right? That was my understanding. That that Applejack brought him brought him oh. over. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, but I mean, it's just yeah. right next door. Yeah, whatever. Oop, I start my video shit. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, that was an accident. <laughs> um, we should, well, while they're talking, I want to do actually uh, take the description of the guy and do an, you know, APB. Like, let's grab this guy. Or, well, you know, so out, it sounds like any student in the whole college. Well... Flannel shirt jeans from behind is not and a, a, and a baseball cap. It's something. Um, I mean, whatever yeah. description it has, should should we should be looking for that person? And might the regular LEO might have done that already? Um, but I'm not sure. If the police haven't, then make sure the police are doing that because uh, that's okay. the number one suspect. Yeah, that's fine. Um. So. Is there in her office? Are there stuff? Is there stuff written on whiteboards? Is there? Yes, um, and nothing is nothing. It's just regular old stuff. I think we've got Dr. Anselm here. I just want to ask one more thing. Did he notice that there was anything disturbed or missing in the lab, or did it seem Uh, exactly as it was when he left it? Yeah, correct. Uh, He didn't notice anything missing. So on that, I think I'm going to try to fast forward this. Um, you guys have done a real good job uh, exploring this area. Um, you finish up interviewing him. You are on your way out. You are. You, you pass the office. You see Marshall still uh, standing in the, the room by himself. Um, he's got a little funny look on his face. And unless there's anything else specific you want to do here, we can push forward hmm. here at the at the lab at the lab yeah marshall i think you are done there's no more ghosts in there for you to communicate with please do you have any more strange um sensations uh did anything else happen while i was there no nothing happened i okay. it, it seems so much like a dead end like we've we found nothing is yeah, I, is that Petri dish cube, is that Anselm's experiment? That was on uh, 
Dr. Taylor's desk. It was on Taylor's desk. I think we should take that. Yeah. I have my drop it off at the umbrella shop. Yeah, I'm going to take that. And then I I notice I do have an evidence kit uh, with me. So I'm going to take evidence from the body to use forensics, essentially. Okay. That's a slow coroner. I have a few items of mine in the bag, but I hand it over to you. You guys could carry that thing if you want to take it. I think we should, but. Well, where are we going? All right, so let me ask you this. Uh, so who's going to take the item? Uh, the, the glass box? Yeah. I think I'm the point yeah. man on that. Okay. We'll, we'll go, yeah, see what we can find out. And are you going to make sure that nothing's attached to it again before I pick it up? I'm going to weigh it a little bit, and I'm going to try to keep it stable. Sure, yep. And it's just a glass box. It almost looks like something you would put a model in. Like, there's nothing fancy about this box. Mm -hmm. um, but I just want to be clear. You're taking the entire box, or you're taking just the I'm taking the entire box. The entire box. I want to keep the cube contained until we can have an array around it. Sure. We need to cover it out, you know, in an evidence bag. Yeah, something. yeah. Well, we are physicists. We are taking this with us. Um, uh, 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 Agent Pufferfish, shall we share an apartment, a, 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 a room? Or did you say you had an apartment nearby? I don't know where you flew in from. Uh, I'm, I, I came in from San Jose, so I'm not that oh. close. Oh. But I'm not that far. But we have one vehicle. Would you mind putting me up for tonight? No, not at all. All right. I think, we at this. This, I think we should take this uh, mysterious object and, and, and either take it someplace we can experiment on it or drop it off at the umbrella factory. Do you, do you, have, do you have access to a lab, lab equipment yourself? In San Jose, yeah. Why don't, why don't we take it over there? I, would, I, would, I, th I think that's a reasonable suggestion. Sounds like fun. Okay, this will be, be an all-nighter. I'm, I'm assuming time is of the essence on this. Yeah, we can order donuts and coffee. We, we have this theory about donuts. <laughs> all right, let me, um, all right, so that's one option. You can, you can go back to uh, Pufferfish's lab. Uh, it's only about 20 minutes away, we'll say. Um, I will point out, uh, Okay, sorry. Um, all right, is that what you guys want to do? Or is there anything I, else? I just want to interrupt. The, the glass cube with the petri dish and the, and the cube inside, yeah. they were not part of any array. They were not attached to anything at all. They were just Correct. sitting there right. yep. on a table. Okay. Then yep. I don't see why there we... Was, there was nothing on the desk referring to them? No. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think with the coroner coming, we should take it somewhere to look at it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Guys, forward. You guys are in the lab. You've got the box and the petri dish. What would you like to do? Well, let's put on some safety gloves <laughs> and, goggles. and goggles. So we've already determined it's not radioactive. Um, I want to determine whether it's magnetic. So let's all. Basically, we're all there at your lab. We drive you over there. We turn the scene over to the corner and, and let them continue. And then basically, I think we're just going to poke at this. 
Okay. Yep. And I'll just stay alert for any weird sensations. Okay. Ah, that's much better. <laughs> Safety first. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what you guys would be doing with with this, but they were just going to see what it is. Yeah, I have a I have a forty at experimental design. Is does that? If should I roll to see if I have a good idea about how to approach this device? Go ahead and roll that first. Not a great roll, but it's possible. Yep. Uh, Twenty nine. So that's good. Okay. We'll say that you start your experimentation. Um, you're starting off very safe. You're trying to take precautions. Um, you, you've got your goggles. You got you know your latex gloves on and everything. Um, it's really a mystery. It's 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 just a small cube. Um, could you, each of you, Dub Dub and Pufferfish, do a search roll? I'm assuming. Marshall and Applejack are just in the back wings watching. Keeping an eye on things. I failed my search. I've also failed my search. Okay. Um, yeah, after, I don't know how long you want to spend doing this. Well, I, I want to, uh, let me say also that I'm not only physics, but I've got chemistry, astronomy, uh, as also sciences that I'm fairly sure. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm curious, like, I assume that we did a stage with it still in the glass box, and then we open the door to the glass box. Right. Yeah. And see if, and if nothing changes, then nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Not Carefully take the dish out, and if nothing changes, nothing changes. And then we start poking it. Okay. But it's all the same, right? When all else fails, poke it with a stick. Right. Um, yeah, everything is coming up. Uh, it's, it's just, you're scratching your head. You, you, you can't make out what this thing is. Why is oh. it in the Petri dish? That's what I don't understand. Alright. Um, I'm going to ask you both to do a sanity roll. Okay. That one's good. Where is my 19. Sanity? Okay, so uh, zero points um, if you fail, just one. Where is my sanity? The breaking point. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yes, I passed. I'm wondering if I have access to a spectrometer so that I could determine what this substance is. If you're a, if you're an experimental physicist, yes, of course. You do. Well, what I'm trying to do is like, I'm not trying to stop you from doing this, but what I'm like, the more tests and everything you want, the more time it's going to take. Right. So, you, like, are you guys like enthralled with this, and are you now going to focus the rest of your night on trying to figure out what this thing is, or do you want to continue with? The other, uh, Let's just say that we spend so many hours. Yeah, X amount of time, and it looks like a dead end. Mm-hmm. And the other guys are getting bored and tired. Right. Yep. yep. So. Yeah, we got nothing. Yep. Whatever okay. this is, if this is involved, we don't know what it's made out of. I mean, basically, like you can always come back to it later, but at this point, you just keep hitting brick wall after brick wall. Okay. Yeah, it's a mystery. I'm getting tired. I've eaten 14 donuts. <laughs> so you guys have a couple leads. I can go through them if you want, or you guys can just tell me what you want to do. Well, there's the Roshi. Because um, Anselm I, seems suspicious to me. Can I can I run that down? That, that's a good point. Can I run that down while they're poking at the, at the cube? 
sure. Google search. Yep. If I get access to crime files or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing unusual. It's it's legitimate business. It's what what is the business? What is it? It's, it's basically it's a meditation center. So it's like some sort of quasi. You know, it might be legitimate. It might be just some guy trying to make a buck. But it's led by this by this guy. Yeah, that's his real name. Roshan. I want a profile of him. Um, All back, deep background, as deep as background as I could get in the amount of time that we have. Yeah, nothing unusual. Okay. Uh, can I find out any way when she joined? I guess we might have to go over there. I guess that's when Anselm. That's not her, as far as we know. Oh, right, 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 right. Correct. So, what what other leads do we have then? Well, I don't. I was thinking um, after you filled me in, you said that on the computer it stated uh, a gentleman's name who we think might be a drug dealer. Could Sean. she, Sean, could she possibly have tried to steal the notebook to steal the information from Ansel and then whatever was in there was valuable? So he came back, killed her, and sold the information? I, I'm just throwing it out there. That Sean came back? Whoever the gunman was, was hired to steal the, the, uh, the, the notebook from Ansel. Then he sold it to someone else and came back and eliminated the only person that knew he stole it. Mm. It's an interesting theory. It's like nobody would be able to understand the notebook except somebody like me. Black, black. Oh, so you're, you did it. Yeah, I did it. I'm the tall person running down the hallway. I ran <laughs> all the way back to San Damia so I could get on the plane and come back to you. Or you hired someone. No, but I'm just saying that might be a working theory. It could be a shot in the dark. No, no, it's, it's a legitimate theory, yes. Well, we do have the complication if we have her apparent drug use and the, and, and her initial uh, Let's search said to yeah she, we should, she had yeah. an experiment um i will say that we we're if we believe anselm at all we know that the shooter was not sean that the shooter was big and sean was scrawny okay of course we're getting all of that from anselm and anselm could be the shooter yeah or or hired or something he just doesn't seem like that kind of a guy, but then, of course, that's the perfect alibi. Did anybody see this man coming out of the building? And should we go and look in her apartment? In fact, we might need to clean her apartment anyway before somebody else does. I didn't think of that. We could send the boys over to the apartment and have them... Uh, Bring back here anything that's important, anything that looks like math. Okay, I'm, I'm going to try to push along. Um, you have, uh, you could visit. First of all, Sean's name and address was in her cell phone. Ah. Okay. So if you want, you can visit his address. Um, you have her apartment, so you can visit her. Uh, place or residence. 
Um, and I think those are, oh, and you have the meditation center. Yeah. Which at this time of night would be closed. We can split. If, if they keep they working on Marshall and I can go after a couple hours if they don't get something and they go into physics speak. I, I think a late night visit to Sean might be in order. Correct. But um, if we do split up, we should keep one doctor with each of us and go separately. That yeah, way, I was thinking one of you a, and one of us to both her place and to Sean's place. All right. I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with Agent Marshall to uh, Dr. Taylor's house. And you guys go talk to Sean, yeah? So let, let me just, I'm not going to say no to that, but what I do want to say is that it's been my experience so far that when you try to split the party in order to like speed things up, it usually doesn't work because it just means I still have to split the descriptions of each one. So if you're doing that just to speed up the game time, I would say just stick together. But if you actually are doing this because that's what you're playing in game, then that's fine. I'd rather think, stick together. Yeah. yeah okay. We're okay. trying to constrain it for time. Yeah. But all right. Unless okay. we just shoot Agent Applejack, and then what? we can play as long as we want. <laughs> <laughs> or no, I'm still I'm still pills. going. I, I can still go for a bit. Okay. Um uh, so if we have to pick one of the two, maybe we should do Sean first because presumably her place is static. Yeah, we hope. But I would I would think her place has more info. The I mean I'm I'm kind of going back. Essentially, this is this is what I'm coming up against is why this is a night of the opera. What's the so far everything is unfortunate but mundane. In other words, yeah. drugs industrial theft, et cetera, et cetera. None of that is like, well, why were we specifically called in? We want to find out what she was working on. Yeah. To me, we it seems her more important her place than Sean, even though I, I agree that, you know, her place is static and we can get to it, but it's well, not, it's, her place is more interesting. Let's me. go there. And if Jeff says you find nothing there, then we'll go to Sean. Then, yeah. Yeah. But it's more interesting because it's like, well, what, what is, you know, what is going on that's causing these weird things to happen? And, and also, and we're on the way there, I guess. So right. I'm thinking like, is it one of their experiments? Cause I'm not exactly sure it was her unknown experiment or is it somehow Anselm's unknown experiment experiment that caused weird stuff to happen? Or is it a combination? Somehow they crossed the streams and it was their both their experiments somehow did something space and time. I don't know. Well, let's find out. So we're going to go to Anita's apartment. Okay, I'm going to rewind that just a little bit. You guys are still in the lab. Um, what are you doing with the piece? You bring it with you, or you're leaving it in the lab. Well, I think you should leave it here. Yeah. Well, I think. Oh, I think we should. We were specifically instructed to deliver anything that might be of interest to the warehouse. So maybe we should take it with us until our research is over and then deliver it. I agree. Yeah. I don't think we should let it out of our sight. Yeah, we keep it. Okay. I, sudden, I suddenly look as if little light bulbs went off in my head. And I, I go over to where the, the box is and I start staring at it. And I'm like... Could it be that she has managed to create a quantum computer? 
could this be a quantum computer chip that she has designed? Let's take it with us. You have to. Let's um, take it with us. Don't we have to look at it through an electron microscope? To yeah. Know what it is. Even then, what if it doesn't show up? We've we've done all all these experiments on it. Okay. Well, let's take it with us and check out her apartment. Yeah, be careful about that because the the uh, electron microscope might damage it. Are you putting it back in the petri dish and the box, or are you just going to put in something else? I think we should transport it as it was stored. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, you did have it out of the petri dish, right, in order to do your experiments. We didn't yeah. take it well, out. We never yeah. touched it physically with our hand. Right. Yep. Gotcha. Um, uh, Agent Pufferfish, as you're uh, going over, you're, you're putting it back in the petri dish, and you're putting the petri dish back into the, the glass box. You look at it and something strange and you're, you, you doesn't seem right. You're looking at it and you swear it looks like the thing's doubled in size. Wow. And a Petri dish would be pretty easy to tell because it's not, it wouldn't have had that much room. Correct. Uh-huh. And we have not determined what material it is, right? Correct. Uh, so dub dub, is it just me or is this bigger than it was? Yeah, it's gotten bigger by yeah. an order of, by an order of, let's see if a cube doubles in size, is that an order of magnitude? That's a good that question. That would be 10 times. Yeah, I think, it's a, I think it's a larger number if it's a cube than 10. You, curse you nerd, <laughs> stop talking about this. It's bigger. Agent what does that mean? Agent Applejack pulls his gun and he points at it. Let's go. Could it be the exposure to air? To oxygen? Well, it's just air in the box. Come yeah, on. I don't think it was it wasn't there tight. Uh, it could be motion. It, we, we don't know what we're dealing with. So we I mean, yeah, well, the question the question I would ask Jeff then is this this box is you said it was like a like a model display mm -hmm. uh, case. It's yep. not like airtight. Nope. Uh, and nor does it have like a thing to pump argon gas into it or anything. Correct. There's there's clearly gaps around it. Yeah. And okay, it's so. just like plastic. Like I wrap tap it a little bit. Yeah. Just I feel yeah. like if I hit it hard enough, it would just shatter the plastic. Yeah. Or is it like so, okay? It's it's glass. Yeah. It's not so, like a bulletproof container or anything. No. No. At the rate that it's increased in size, uh, has it increased in weight? Do I have an impression picking up the petri dish? Yeah, you might say that. Uh huh. And and how if it's gotten if it's doubled in size in the few hours that we've been experimenting, we still have hours and hours before it would fill the plastic box at the same rate. If it continues to grow at the same rate, unless it's growing exponentially, we don't know what the rate is as as far as it's growing. Yeah, We'd have to true. do some. We'd have to write down a formula. It would be something like F to the. <laughs> And Applejack pulls out his gun again. Let's uh, let's mark the time uh -huh. and uh, do a quick measurement. So we got yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah. meters, and then uh, we'll check it in an hour and see what it does. We should good. calculate a rate. Okay. All right. Oh my you goodness! Guys. Applejack is falling asleep on me again. <laughs> you go. guys jump in the van. Applejack's uh -huh. already got the engine running. Slap, slap around. Yeah. Yep. Um, you are so, headed over to her address, right? Yeah. And, right. and we're taking the, our little, uh, 
AB uh, cube with us, yeah? Yeah. Okay, yep. All right, you guys get to her office. Um, it's dark. I'm going to say it's about midnight. Her um, apartment or her office? Her apartment. Her apartment, and uh, which you probably would know, she's basically got a home office. Right. Um, so you get there. Um, the door's locked. Uh, does anybody have lock picking? Yeah, I do if no one else does. Try that first, and then we'll see where it takes Does anybody you. else have it? No. Not I. Well, yeah, I'm a master lock picker. That's what I do for a living. <laughs> That's why we brought you. Who knows what side jobs physicists take? Sex uh, workers. No. Sometimes it's sex workers. <laughs> Miss. Okay. Uh, everybody else do a luck roll. How about you use your big foot to kick the door in? Delta green is 50%. 16. No. 16. So you, he's trying to pick it meticulously, and you look, and there's a fake rock in the, the little garden next to it, and you lift it up, and there's a key. So you say, hey, this might work. Uh, so you give him the key, you open the door, you walk in. It's rather mundane, a little disappointing. Uh, it's just a, an apartment. There's nothing really unusual about it. Um, there's a back, uh, what's probably a bedroom that she turned into the home office. Um, what do you guys want to do? I'm going to go immediately there and start looking through her stuff. Okay. I want to search the bathroom and kitchen. Okay. Uh, Pufferfish. Uh, 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 Dub Dub, why don't you look at the computer and I'll look for hard copy stuff since yeah. you're better at that. Okay, and Applejack. Yeah, she's going to search the, uh, whatever's left, but okay. basically do, do a search of the... All right, um, Marshall, can you do a search roll for me, please? Ooh, 66, um, failed. Okay. Uh, that would be a critical fail. All right, you um, you no, get. No, it's started. not. It's not double no. in Delta Green. That's that's Call of Cthulhu. No, we don't do no, that the other way. way around. Yeah, doubles are Delta Green. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no problem. This is what always happened between the two. Sorry. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, so that's a crit fail. So you uh, open the refrigerator and you're sidetracked by a ham sandwich. <laughs> All right. Applejack, you're on backup search. So go ahead and give me a search. Sorry. Yep. Ooh. Uh, I made that. Yeah. And and not a crit, but I definitely made it. Oh, three. That's, that's perfect. Um, you are scanning everything around. You're just trying to take it all in, and you notice in the bathroom. You see on the um, the medicine cabinet, there's a needle, a syringe. Um, okay. Is there anything in it? It's got like some sort of dried material in it. Can't quite make out what it is. Okay, but it can't. Okay, but if there's anything in it, we can analyze this. Put in the evidence bag. Yep. Um, and as the time progresses, you start to see one. There's one in the waste paper basket. There's one in the bedroom. So they're kind of scattered about, and they're not necessarily hidden very well. Okay. Um, okay. Um, the gentleman looking in her office. Again. Uh, everything is fairly neat and tidy. She's got um, uh, some notes, like, just like before. She's got the computer. Um, uh, Dub Dub, give me a computer roll. 
And I'm just looking for anything but a crit fail. I got an 03 out of 70. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is not critical. Right. And in Delta Green, <laughs> that's just the pass. Um, yeah. So you open the computer. And again, just like in her office, uh, she's got a file on her desktop. It just says notes. Um, right. And when you double click that, you open it up. And there's, again, some, you know, it's like a diary. She's just basically writing notes to herself. And she's got a, an entry in there. It says, I found Anselm's notebook. Huh? I don't know what to make of this. Edward, it, it says she found uh, uh, Anselm's notebook. Look around here, see if you can find it. I'm looking. Uh, now, I, I'm trying to remember uh, what the handler said uh, about when she called and what exactly she said about physics. I believe she, she got the message on the uh, Monday, the uh, May 24th. Yeah, that's right. April, yeah. April, April. All right. right. Uh, in the evening. Okay. Right. I look back at the computer. What else did it say? And so yeah. is that the right time? Is she talk, Did she call about her own experiment, do you think, or did she call about Anselm's experiment? Yeah, maybe his experiment. Yeah. So it goes on to say that she, she can't make – she doesn't understand what she's looking at. The, the physics part of it makes sense up to a certain point. And then it just repeats itself over and over and over again. And in between each, whatever you want to call it, equation, I guess, in between each equation that, that repeats are those two letters again, ma, M-A. Well, I think it has to do with mass. Agent Pufferfish, you notice on her desk, there's a clear box similar to the same exact one in the lab. But it's empty. It's empty. And I haven't found any notebooks yet or papers that are suggestive. Correct. Uh -huh. She's got it hidden here somewhere. What if the whole point was to teleport the little cube from one side to the other? Why is it getting bigger? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the car, maybe something's wrong. Ah. Uh, but you know, it's this complete wild speculation. It's like ghosts in the house. It's it's uh, silly, but uh, I would like to find that notebook. What is she talking yeah. about? This sounds very strange. Um, I so I presume that we brought the uh, original cube in cube in petri into the house. We didn't leave it in a white van. Right. Uh, I'm assuming I, it's in your pocket, unless you tell me otherwise. Oh, it's that small? No, no. I, oh, we, right, the big we, box. The, we carry the box, yeah, but, we're the box. Not putting the, but the box stays with us. And right, we like right. set it down somewhere. Okay, right. So I do a thorough search of the room, uh, including behind books, you know, like where, where I would hide stuff if I wanted to hide something. All right. Um, I wonder if I should, if there's a physics role to figure out what MA stands for. Or some, you know, some other. We would know what it If it was like an element or something, we'd know it immediately. But mass accelerator. I'll let you roll and see if you would know. And even if you don't know, nineteen. Is I got a thirty-three. Okay. Seventy. You don't know. That's critical. 
Okay, so it's not, it's her own notation. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Right. Yeah, mass, mass would just be M usually. Yeah, and lowercase, I think. Uh, Puffer fish, capital. Dub, you can each roll a search. And mm -hmm. uh, Marshall, you hear them talking and such in the back office. What are you doing? I'm finishing up a big ham sandwich, wiping my mouth, and walking over with half of it, just kind of looking around to see. And then, like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And um, perfect. You, um, you, uh, you're, you're wiping your the mustard off your chin. Um, you're leaving the kitchen and you're starting to walk down the small hallway towards the thing. And suddenly, you slam into what basically it's almost as if somebody put a glass wall in front of you. So like you were just walking normally and then just wham, you just walked into something flat. Um, you don't fall down, but it makes you stumble backwards. Um, no damage, you know, just like hurt your nose maybe. I sandwich. probably pull my gun and instinctively. Okay. And then I walk up to it and tap it. Is it still there? It's not. I hold, I hold so I'm sorry, what? Sanity roll when you when you get a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I, I got a critical success, by the way. I missed it, oh. but yeah, I failed it. Okay, do a 1d6. Okay. Two points. Okay. You know, you can push those off with the bonds thing. That's how the... If, if you don't want to take the full Sandy, you can push it off to a bond. Yes. Correct. Right now I'm fine though. I mean, a little shaken up, but, and um, once that happens, I, I actually call for Applejack. Yeah. Um, I could probably tell by your tone. So I draw <laughs> my gun too and come in gun out. Yeah. I hold up my head and say, no, 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 we're, we're okay. But what's up? whether you choose to believe me or not, um, as I'm walking down the hallway, I come smack dab into essentially like a, if somebody had a plate of glass in front of me or a force field or I, I don't know what it was. I just right here. Yeah. And like, I know it's not, it, there's nothing there now. I nothing there. Drew, drew my weapon instantly too. I thought something was going down, but I, I look at, uh, Marshall, uh, is he wounded? Um, nothing like I mean, he might have a bruise or like a red mark. I mean, even a red mark suggests yeah. that what he's saying is true. Yeah, yeah, good point. So I'll I'll leave it up to you. If you think your character believes him, you can do a sanity roll. Otherwise, you can push it off as. Uh, no, I totally do. So okay. I'll stand, I'll stand roll for it. Yeah. But, you know, I say I'll you know, Apple. Apple so I made it. You made it. So just just one point. Okay. I know you haven't really worked with me before, but I'm telling you, I've seen things in my past, and that's why I was pulled into the agency, but something is going on here. Yeah, this is this is my last, uh, somewhat related to my last uh, mission. Night of the Opera was weird stuff like this, so I don't and like it. That's why I think I was called here. I've had experience with, not this, but things it doesn't matter but. yeah you don't need to tell me i don't want to know applejack as you're having this discussion with him i mean you're literally like within an arm's length of him 
but as you're discussing this with him, as he as as uh, Marshall's talking to you, he starts moving away from you, and I don't mean he's walking. I mean it's like you ever see those movies where they do this weird funky thing with the zoom? Yeah, where, like the background starts to zoom away, and yet the thing starts to. It's you know, the it's the um, it's a Hitchcock the vertigo yeah. effect. It's the zoom. Uh, the zoom while you're it's a zoom track you're zooming and tracking at the same time it's it's like that okay i Um, back off i go it's happening right now (laughs) do i notice anything i raise my hand out i'm like touch my hand touch my hand is are we able to you guys can touch and you feel it but it's like his arm is like you know six feet long Okay, so I talk, I talk out loud. I go, it, it feels like you are miles away. It, it feels like a telescoping effect from miles away. My visual perception is off. Are you and seeing everything? With that, it's like a snap, and he like, boom, like it wobbles, and he like does that sort of thing. And then he's, okay. everything's normal. Do I? You did not feel or experience any of that. And I assume that we're hearing them calling out to each other from... Yes, although I want to jump back because I heard Tom say you got a critical success. Mm-hmm. So we'll say that in her top drawer, underneath a big manila folder, you find one of those black and white composition notebooks. That says oh, perhaps this is it. I open it up. Yeah. Um, you start going through it, and towards the back is this what you can assume is the same experiment that I described earlier or that she described in her notes where there's a lot of, there's a lot of formulaic equations and then there's those two letters MA and they're repeated over and over and over again. So if I do a physics role, can you tell me what this is sort of saying to me? Um, do a roll and let me know what you get. All right. Come on, physics. <laughs> I got an 11. Oh, nice. That's critical. That's my third, that's the third, third one in a row. I've never had that happen before. It's almost like the physics in your dice rolling area is like getting warped or something. Yeah. Some um, time, time thing. I'll, I'll just, I'm going to vaguely describe. So basically it's like the math and so forth is making sense to you. Like it seems yeah. like there's something here, but yet the effects of it is completely wrong. So it's almost the way I would describe it is um, it's related to space and time. And these mathematics are challenging what you know about space and time. Um, that things are, are adding up, but then it gets to that point where it, the letters are inserted and it's almost as like, you know, it, it's just like, wait, why is that there? And what is that doing? And what does it mean? So like, you just can't connect the dots. So, and, and what it looks like is we're talking about quantum teleportation. Yeah. Matter of fact, I mean, I do have it. So let me just, I'm going to give you the technical. Yeah. It's relating to a, an electron in a hydrogen atom. He's running an experiment, and he found that the electron now had a variable energy from negative 13.6 EV to negative 3.4 EV. 
and you know, based on your critical success, this should not be since the charge is quantized. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm acting like I know what you're talking about, but... Uh, and you can do a sanity roll, and I'm assuming you're sharing the information with Pufferfish, and you can do a sanity roll. You that guys makes sense. Mm -hmm. so that sorry. is not what quantum means. <laughs> and I failed. failed. And I dropped my dice, so I don't know. Hold on. It's got to grab it with my toes. You can do a 1d4 Pufferfish. And... one. I got a 98. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I, I was actually going to say this, but you took your headphones off, so I paused. But I was going to say that since your physics is higher than Pufferfish, you're going to do a one of these sticks. Say that again. I'm the one that what? Since your physics is higher than his. And it's so wrong. It's so wrong. It, it weirds you out even more than it does him. You know too much. So you what, know too what, much. What, what, sometimes so what I was going to say is he was a 1D4 and I was going to have you do a 1D6. Yeah. But I believe a 98 is still a critical fail. Does that sound right to you, Aaron? But it's not a double. It's not a double, but I think. Give me what you, you throw it at me. What do you want me to roll? Let me see what Aaron says. You're, you're muted, Aaron. Sorry, sorry, what? I was trying to look up the logo of like Scientia S Mork. The, the Delta Green logo is like science is death or something. Do you well, know 90, 98, is that still considered a critical fail or is that just? Yeah, it's still the, it's 100 or the, the or doubles. Just, okay. All right. Yeah. So I'll let you roll, Tom. What do you want me to roll? 1d6. One. One. <laughs> Tom and I wanted a father. The dice are in your favor. But All right, what do you guys want to do? Crazy. Well, they heard us making a little bit of a commotion. So. Yes. And yep. we might hear them freaking out, so we can all yep. freak out together. Yeah. Yeah, a, a little party freak out. joint freak out. Uh, so we, uh, uh, you, is there an intruder? Is there anything to be alarmed about? No, guys, there's something be... going on with the physics here. Uh, something in the hall. Things are really strange, and our perception, either our perception or reality is shifting. I kind of hope it's perception, but I think it's reality. Yeah, as, as far as we can tell, uh, I'm afraid it's reality that is being uh, uh, made strange. Uh, and I think we need to locate and isolate Anselm because it's his research, not Taylor's. Uh, okay. That is making things wrong. Okay. So you think it's you think it's him that it's his research that was doing this, and she, she he might have killed his, her. She he might have. She had his notebook. She was. It was it was causing her difficulties, and uh, there's something very unstable going on that I think we have to address. And if we let Anselm run loose, then I don't know how we'll contain it. Okay. Into you like Anselm may have suffered some sort of mental damage because it was like he couldn't remember some things. Interesting. 
Well, I like this. This is solid. This is uh, a colleague jealous of someone stealing their stuff and was dabbling with things that we shouldn't see, need to know. And she got upset and he had to take her out. That's. It might be that. We, we might get a conviction with that. I think we should get uh, a cell in here to make sure the place is clean after we're gone. But I think we should get Anselm first because I think he's a flight risk. Okay. Do we have every all the notes and everything in here? Oh yeah, I've got them. You got them? Okay, yeah. so let's get the box and let's get out of here. And let's get the extra box too, because I don't know what it means. There's another there's another box like the one we found. I just want to make sure. Are we done um, here? Search I'll grab that second box. Thanks. I, I think so. Or do you think we're done here? Um, Here's the thing. Now weird stuff is happening. Is that based on us being here or us being with the, with the queue uh, or both. I, I, why is it I haven't seen any of these strange things that you're talking about? I believe you. You have no reason to lie, but I would like to see some of these things so that I could find out what you're talking about. Why don't you roll the black cube on your tongue and see what happens? Okay. No, I don't mean <laughs> no, it. Dub, dub, dub. I'm thinking that... What you're describing is a is a is like a a, a ripple in space time. Uh, something is disturbing space time, causing distances to change. Causing you said time seemed to stop. There's two, there, and there are all the different uh, experiences we've had, and these are just things we've been conscious of, are dissimilar. I was just warmed by something, which is doesn't feel like a space time distortion, but and nothing like freezing time. So it's very erratic. Everybody look at their watches, see if we all have the same time. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You do that, and you've been here for at least a half an hour, and your watches are all around the 12 o'clock mark. But not exact. Not exact. Some are 12.03, some are 12.08, some are 12.01. There is something fractured in time space here. Were, were we, can, well, we don't know if we were aligned. Were these like burner phones? So ideally they should be the same because it's yeah. kind of like, is it? We would have synchronized. Okay. I would expect we had the same time, yeah. Okay. Can we do one final quick and complete search of the place in case she has like a secret mad scientist lab in the basement? Yeah. Or, yeah, I would go upstairs, downstairs, and under the mattress just to be sure. Behind and the we, And I could call in an arrest on Anselm, or, or at least brought in for questioning. Yeah, or detain him to where, where he can yeah. get him. Yeah. So let's do, let's do that. Let's call him in, bring, bring him in to the station for questioning. We'll want to talk to him more. So at least we know he's in police custody. And and do a complete a search of that inside of the apartment, outside the apartment, if she has a car somewhere, although that might be at the university or I don't, I don't know, but if she has a car, let's search that too. Good idea about detaining Ansel, but do we, do we want to be inside of the police department on camera? Uh, we, we don't, but we do want to make badges. sure somebody checks him for, for they could put a black and white on his house and make sure he doesn't leave. Yeah, I also want to make sure that there are, uh, he's checked for uh, powder burn. 
That's yeah, we should happen soon. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if, if we're worried about this, then we got to pull him in before he washes and cleans. So we need yeah. to get him now. That's, that's a more importance than our exposure. I'll do that, have him detained, but... Uh... All right, let me... Let me... I kid your code right. characters, sorry. Let me interrupt because you guys are going down a path that I'm not sure... I don't want to influence you too much, but I do want to point out that your job is to contain and clean. Right. That's why I was getting at with not having him in the police station. Exactly. I was going to put a bullet on him before we're done. Okay. Yeah. That's so, all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's. Hence, paperwork and cameras. I was just being polite. Yeah. Okay. I, I would. I would. I would prefer, if rather than uh, put a bullet in his head, as you say so graphically, I think that we should uh, uh, take him in to Delta Green, uh, because if this is his work here, he's a brilliant physicist. And uh, we can simply use him for Delta Green. Perhaps. So we should just pick him up ourselves. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's oh, grab the thing and go. Yeah, recruiting him. If he shot his colleagues, then maybe he's not a great candidate. Then this seems more important than searching the rest of the house. We can Correct. lock him up in a lab someplace and we make can him search. So let's go to let's grab him now and not do a search of this. Yeah. Okay. I think we got enough. Yeah. You guys jump in the van. You grab the, uh, the second box. tube. You're grabbing the second box, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. I got the second box. Yep. And you got the notebook. One yeah. of the doctors. Oh, yeah. Dub Dub's got the notebook. Yep. All right. Uh, you guys right. jump in the van. You <laughs> head over to Anselm's house. We, we assume that he gave you his address at some point. Um, it's dark out. What do you want to do? Is, is he the car there? Yeah. Yes. We want to make sure he's there. Yep. yep. I will go around the back door. You knock on the front. If he tries to make an escape out the back, I'll take him. I will restrain him. I don't mean take him out. Okay. All right. So I go up and knock on the door. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I missed that. Marshall, you're going around back? Around the back in case he needs to make a run for it. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, other two scientists, what are you doing? We're we're in the front, but we're standing back a little ways. Okay. Um, so there is a light on in the downstairs, um, and what seems to be a long period of time, quote unquote, eventually you hear movement, and uh, you can hear him fumbling the, the door lock, and eventually he opens the door, and he's like, he's all groggy, and he's looking at, you, he's like, now what? What is what else? Do you uh, Dr. Anselm, sorry, we have some more questions for you, and we'd like to be taking you in. So please come with us. And I and I say that's what's happening. I'm not asking. Now, do you contact me? Elaine, I'm sorry. What? I'm wondering if you contact me in my earpiece so I can come back around. Not yet. <laughs> not not until he's in custody. <laughs> So we're, I'm telling him that, like, you need to come with us. He's still groggy, and he's, he's confused. He's, he's agitated. He's like, what? I thought, didn't you say I was cleared to, to leave? Am I under arrest? No, no, no. Not at all. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> why don't you turn around and uh, and I will put him under an arrest. Well, we just need to talk to him at this point for a few minutes. I, 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 I'm safer if he's in handcuffs when you talk to him. As you wish. I. So I want to cuff him. He turns and he runs. Give me a dex roll. Okay. 64. No, I just missed. Just missed. You go a dex roll when you drop your dice. You, you Sorry, what? You, you go to reach for him and you just catch his, his, uh, his t-shirt, uh, but he slips out of your grasp and he's headed out the back door. Okay, so I'm telling Marshall, coming your way. And I start chasing after him. Yeah, uh, yeah. As soon as that door opens up, he's going to get the butt of a shotgun to his gut. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna do... I had it with me in my duffel bag, which I kept saying I have with me. I, I, I just you have said that. Seize you. So I'm gonna... Well, I'm behind, like a, braced against the door. As he opens it, I'm just going to swing around and crack him. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, so the door flies open. You crack him. Give me uh just roll damage. Um what would that be? Do um what's your strength? My strength is twelve, sixty. Twelve, uh probably a D six. Yeah, I'm just looking at Okay. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm yeah, do a one D four, just to make it one D four? Four. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> he, he, you uh, clock him good right in the jaw, and he just drops to the floor. He's out. And I put handcuffs behind his back, handcuff him. Actually, yep. I have time. Yep. Um, right. So I ran through the house after him. Yeah. Is there anything that, that alertness triggers as I go through the house? No. Um, I mean, in that just that short amount of time, you okay. basically that it confirms with what you've seen before that he's a messy person. Okay. So, good job, Marshall. Cuff him. Let's get him. Uh, he's out cold. He's out. Yeah, bring him back over here to the couch. Well, let's do him run through the house, yeah. Bring him back and we're going to search the house. Yeah, okay. that's what I think. Uh, you search the house and you don't find anything except for the occasional um, Buddhist uh, trinket or decoration. But no plastic cubes, no small black cubes, and no secret notebooks. Correct. You know what? Let me come back to something that you said earlier, Agent Dub. Can you do an intelligence roll? Yeah. I got a nine. I just want to bring this to your attention. That you, earlier you said something about, you know, he's a genius. Yeah, he's brilliant. From what you saw of his notes and his formula, he's not. It's almost as if this is sort of like mundane stuff. It's just the way that he organized it and had it written out with the, with the MA in between each. But it looks like he was working on quantum. Yeah, I mean, he, he clearly knows what he's doing. It's just that 
Did I find that he'd made serious mistakes? No, not, not mistakes. It's just like there's nothing necessarily like mind-blowingly brilliant about what he put together. Okay. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. So, Except for the intrusion of the Mars, as though correct, correct. something about that gap and that insertion made if, the if, mundane interesting. Correct. If, if I were to uh, consider that M in physics is usually mass and A is usually acceleration, and when you put them together, you get mass times acceleration. But we're talking—we're not—we're talking about something basic, Newtonian physics. If that's the case, it doesn't make any sense here. But Doctor, maybe that he seems to have the spiritual stuff around. Maybe MA is mantra or some some non-scientific <laughs> something put in that's non-scientific. I don't know. Uh, if it's not physics, then why is it in his notebook? Uh, you, re you remind me of that movie Brain Candy where you see the guy writing all the big formula and it ends with H-A-P-P-Y. Oh, I found the drug to make people happy. I'm hoping that perhaps what I'm finding here is that he made certain mistakes and it's led to a discovery that we had not otherwise considered in physics. But it doesn't look like that. It just looks like... Everything in this scenario, in this scenario, everything in this, uh, in this mission seems very mundane so far. I want to investigate any of his religious artifacts that I could see. Yeah, it's almost like uh, he bought it down at the local thrift shop, not thrift shop, but like um, gift shop, sort of, you know, cheap Chinese knockoffs. Does it look staged? Does it's like for show, or does he look like it's? Maybe just for aesthetics? Mm, there might be some of that, but it's also like maybe it is important to him. It's hard to, hard to tell one way or another. So we have a guy who's not brilliant. We have results that change space-time. We have a religious uh, weirdness, and we have the address of his guru. So maybe it's time for the guru. Yeah, there's also some other, one other thing I should point out to us all is that, uh, all right, you brought in two physicists because we thought this might be related in some way to a mathematical breakthrough in, in, in understanding time and space. But we also know we are Delta Green, and it's very likely, as you say, that there is some artifact that is, it, it, it has nothing to do with physics. I don't know if it's the cube, but the cube is obviously growing. We should consider it an artifact. By the way, can we look at it and measure it? Has it grown again? Um, yeah, did you bring them into the house with you? Or are they out in the car? We don't leave anything in the white van that's okay. that powerful. Yeah. All right, so you go to check, and uh, you look into the box, and there's nothing there. But when you look at the other glass box, the one that you took from her house, it's actually in that box. Yeah. All right. But has it grown? Uh, it's doubled. Again? Yeah. 
So now it's what about like this big? Uh, quarter half one inch. Getting so getting close to the edge of the petri dish, I would guess. Yeah, it's the lid on the petri dish won't close. All right, so I need to ask now. You guys have a lot of information at this point, and we're getting close to the end. So I need to figure out what are your actions at this point now. What would you like to do to to wrap this up? Well, we could just take all this back to Delta Green, In including Anselm. But we wouldn't understand what it was. No, I think discovered. I think we have to go to the to the Roshi. I'm compelled to get an answer. Yeah, I think I think we need one. We got to chase down one more lead, but at the at the dojo or whatever, the meditation center, mm -hmm. and everything else has turned over. We also have that guy's number too, don't we? Our dealer, yeah, his card or something. Oh, Sean's. Yeah, just two loose ends there. Yeah, but Sean was Sean was Dr. Taylor and and Anselm's actually becoming I think our primary suspect. Correct, but the cube was in Taylor's possession as as well as the book. Well, I'm just saying we don't know what he knows. We might have to just take care of him also. Okay. They Let's they don't want anything any loose ends. I'm just Putting it out there. Well, wait, wait, wait. So, how does Sean know? Just walk me through. How does Sean know? We don't stuff? know what Sean knows. Um, I'm going to I'm dead. going to interrupt. Only Marshall. I, I wouldn't normally do this, but only because of the time constraints. Um, I'm just going to tell tell you right up front. Uh, let's say you guys went to his apartment and you interviewed him. Nothing came of that. Okay. Just Sean's just a drug dealer. Yep. I just didn't want to leave any. Maybe yep. I thought he might have. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, okay. I, I would see it. I mean, I totally see it. But like for this scenario, at least the Delta Green element, that doesn't seem right. Right. All right. So the thoroughness, we we send another team. We send a junior team to. Yeah. We can just report drug dealer to the police, and the police can grab him and shake. Uh, him. I'm not worried about drug dealer. I thought he might have stole the book. And yeah. brought it to her. That's what I was thinking the connection was. Yes, no, I, and I appreciate that was really good thinking, but only in the interest of time, I'm just going to just cut it off. Right. Yeah, but let's, but, but let's definitely check out the dojo. And I don't think we need to go before they're open. I think we might want to just go now. Let's push we're going to have to wait till they're open, you mean? Yeah, not wait until they're open a minute. No, just we'll enter. We'll figure a way in. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, you guys jump in the van. What are you doing with Anselm? Oh, uh, that's a good point. He's Call out. Back in like, uh huh. Keep keep Just him with us. Yeah, absolutely. And keep him out. And close his doors. Yeah. Yeah, I think he should stay hogtied, and maybe if somebody's got a, a small injectable to keep make sure he doesn't wake up, that would be appropriate. I don't have that, but I'll just whack him again. <laughs> There's also that. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to uh, gag him also. Take my bandana off and uh, gag him. All right. Do you want to put a hood over his head? Actually, we probably should. Yeah. Okay. Do all that. I'm driving. Let's go to the dojo. Yep. Okay. You guys, uh, during the trip over, he comes back to consciousness, and you just hear muffled, you know, 
not screaming, but you know, he's trying to panic combination of panic and what are you doing and but it's all muffled and he can't see. So ask another question and it'll be your last you ever ask. Be quiet. And he goes quiet. Um you guys get to the dojo and it is definitely late. It's probably about one AM. Um it's kind of like in a shopping center. Uh, there's like a pizza place to the to the right of it. There's a laundromat to the left. So there's nothing really special about this location. Um, but you can see in the window, it looks like there might be a light on. Definitely back in front again, right? Should we drive around the strip mall a couple times and make sure? How many vehicles are there in the strip mall at this hour with a light on? Yeah, there's there's very few. Uh, there's maybe like two or three. Um, hard to tell. Maybe one's his. Maybe one's not. Is there a back a back entrance? There's a back entrance, like a big steel door, like the you know, like they would use to uh, take the trash out to the dumpster in the back. Okay. Uh, I think we should choose the back. I throw a blanket over. Ansel on the back, I scribble a quick note. Sorry to leave my car parked here. The battery's dead. We'll pick it up in the morning. Nice. <laughs> good, good gesture. Don't disturb me. I'm asleep in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. The door is... Very smart of you. You're smarter than I thought you were. <laughs> We're doing front and back door, right? Yeah. So do we need to pick this lock? Is try, that... try a pick, and we'll okay. see what happens. Look for a rock with a key underneath. <laughs> that worked last time. I'll take the back. Uh, okay, it's based on Dex. Missed by 10, alas. Close, but no. Not normally used to doing this. Uh... I missed by ten. What is a lock picking? Is that on here? No, it's a it's a specialty skill. So it's dex based. Yeah. So it's wherever your decks, or at least. All right, uh, let's do a group luck roll for the other three. So Dub, Marshall, and Pufferfish do a luck roll. Ninety-five. Fifty on the dot. Okay, zero eight. All right, two passes. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll say above the door jam. They're just a little key, you know, a magnetic box. Yeah, a little magnetic clip. So, you find the keys. That's to the front door. Uh, you radio to Marshall, I guess, in the back. Well, Marshall's in the front. Right? Oh, he's in the front. We're in the back. Oh, okay. I thought that was in the back. It doesn't matter. Well, we all in the back. Like I thought, no, we all going through the back door. No, we want one, somebody up in the front and somebody in the back in case we have a runner. Yeah. Okay, so we'll say the, I think you're right. I think you said you guys were in the back, and I think Marshall will just say you went to the front. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Because we're coming the back way, so they'd be going out the other way. Okay. Right, so you, right. So okay, so we're going in. I tell Marshall we're, we're heading in. Okay. Um, you walk in. Uh, the, there's a light on coming from underneath the door. Um, that's closed, and the rest of the uh, meditation center, the lights are off. Okay, so gun out, and I'm not going to be subtle, and I'm going to kick the door, the light, 
gun okay. out. All right. Door flies open. Um, you see a, an elderly Asian man sleeping on a small, uh, basically a cot, almost like a cot slash couch. Um, and you scare the heck out of me. Jumps and he looks up. What what what's going on? What's your name? This is police. Oh, my name's Roshi. You the owner of this place? Yes. I'm gonna ask Who you some you? questions. Who are you? I don't I don't have any money. I am officer. Insert DHS badge. That's the name of police officer. I just need to ask you some questions. There's been there's been a murder. We have to ask you some questions. Oh, oh my. And he's shaking, but he's starting to come to a little bit. Okay, so I'll, I'll holster my weapon. If he, if I'm getting the impression he's not going to run, he's not going to flat out, then I'll mm -hmm. back off. Flash mm -hmm. a badge, not long enough that he can see it's DHS, but it's a badge. <laughs> and and say, uh, do you know a, um, I forgot, Ans I don't know if we know Anselm's first name, but uh, first name Peter. Anselm. Peter. What was it? Peter. Peter. Peter, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, he's one of my students. Can you? What can you tell me about him? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean. I mean, he, he's. I know he's smart. Uh, he comes here for relaxation. How long has he been coming here? Uh, about a month, maybe two months. Uh, and how is he as a student? Is he very attentive? Is he? Yes, he seems very easy to learn. And what is, what are you teaching him here? Um, it's basically relaxation techniques, and he starts to get into a little bit of mumbo jumbo, and you know, Buddhist uh, being one with the universe, and he's throwing a lot of terms around at you. Have you noticed anything unusual about him at all recently, or since he's been here? Uh, unusual? I'm not sure what you mean. No, I'm not. Uh, strange oh. calls, missing classes, ask, asking for more information, um, not getting along with other students. Anything, anything. special about him? Anything what? I'm sorry? Special. Anything special. Special about him. Well, and you can tell he's thinking, um, he did come to me after class a couple of weeks ago, and he said that he's been really stressed at work, that they're asking him to do things that he can't do, and it, it was a combination of, it wasn't, he wasn't sure that his research was going in the right direction, and he just was feeling lost and, and didn't understand what direction to go in. So I tried to teach him a special technique that I thought would help him with his, with his stress. Yeah. Did, did he talk about what his research was at any point? I, I mean, he might've mentioned it. I just know he, he was a scientist. I didn't really get into anything. Okay. And, and what is the, what is the technique you taught him? It was a, a small uh, unknown uh, practice of, Buddhism that deals with a basically a god almost you could say uh, called Ma. Ma. Yeah. Can you tell us more about Ma, please? 
Ma is basically the god of space. Um, are, are any of you familiar with Feng, Feng Shui? Yeah, a little bit. There's a Japanese version of that uh, called Fusei. Uh, Fusi, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, but basically, it's the belief that space is very important and that it tends to flow. And uh, in order to be right with yourself and right with the world, you need to set up the space around you and have smooth flowing energy. Okay. And, and you taught him this? Did he seem to like it, enjoy it, understand it? I believe so. He, he took notes. Uh, I told him that one of the keys to the God of Ma is that you need to do things in repetition. And it's almost like a written prayer. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just do a quick clear on my uh, headphone. Yeah, Marshall. You're, you're, you're yeah. Right. Can I do a quick occult check at my measly 10% just for shits and giggles? Sure. All right, so they call me up? Yeah, yeah, I'm calling you up and blowing an occult roll. All right, I get up there. Look around, come in. Uh, just to be clear, it's not up. It's just a small, like, back room. Oh, okay, I was thinking. Yeah. Right a single-story strip mall. Yeah, yeah. So we did. Did we all enter through different doors? We're all in the same space. You we're all in the same we're space. All. You three were with me. You two were with me, and Marshall was at the front. But now we're all together. Is uh, you you spoke of a technique? Is the technique simply to uh, to write out a sort of prayer? Yes. A request. Yes. And to end it with the word "ma." Yes. And what is supposed to happen is she grant your wishes? You could say that. I mean, that's a real simplification, but it, it's it's like a, um, almost like a form of respect to to notify Ma that you're speaking to him. Is it a kind of mantra? Yeah, you could say that. Exactly what I said. And the Ma, the Ma creature is from what? Uh, Tradition? Uh, it's Japanese. It's Japanese. So, um, is there anything else involved in this? Or simply concentration and uh, writing? Not really. I mean, it's just a form of meditation and, and relaxation. Hmm. Can I make a roll for that? Or should I make a roll for that? Uh, for what purpose? I have just to see if I knew anything about it. I can elaborate on it or confirm the story or... Would that be a cult role? A cult or unnatural? Do a roll and I'll, I'll let you know. Oh. Oh, six. Hmm. Um, what, I, what I'll tell you is that the things he's telling you, it it doesn't ring a bell to you. You're not familiar with the Japanese culture, but at the same time, you get the sense that he's not lying to you. Like the things that you do know about Buddhism, uh, everything is falling in line with that. Okay. So, uh, so this is the player talking. So I want to talk to the other characters privately 
and we put some all the cards on the table and get some conclusions, I think. But yeah. I don't want to do that in front of him. Okay. Uh, because because essentially it's like, okay, if Ma is some occult god, then you're taking in two. But otherwise, I think this was a coincidence that physicists met ritual chant that gave him a breakthrough and he's really our only target. I don't, I don't think we need to take this guy in. But we should probably track him and keep this in mind. But that's my... I would say, I would say track at least because yeah, if, I mean, if he inadvertently introduced one subject to this pattern that is effective and can screw up space-time, we can't let him just keep practicing in the strip mall. We put them on the radar with our home base and uh, let them monitor it. Or actually take him in. I think Anselm might be bad, but this guru might be harmless or useful. I think he could be very useful, but... This all might be just strange coincidence. It might be nothing. I don't, I don't think we should take him in and have him disappear. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I, I think it's better that we track until we know he's done something. Anselm, so far, evidence is pointing to he, he killed her and didn't know. Okay. He's got blackouts, so he's an easy one to pull in because of something. But this is just, so far, innocent guy, Buddhist, you know, uh -huh. teacher. It just happened to click with something. If what he's saying about Ma is true, then... I think it was just a coincidence that it clicked with Anselm. And we could always tap him later. Yeah. You know yeah. I, I think we want to leave him unless any of you guys have any other questions. Um, yeah, we want to leave him with as little intelligence as possible. But it might be a good idea to look at the space and see if there are yeah. other oh, things. Oh, yeah, and do a quick search. Indicate yeah. that he's part of a group or movement or... He has more intelligence than he pretends. Okay. Yeah, we'll show you guys do that, and you don't find anything. Yeah, and I would do a, a humming human intelligence on him to see if he's lying or hiding something. Yeah, uh, I won't make your roll. It seems like he's just being honest with you. Okay, yeah. I mean, I got a 60. It's pretty high. Um, okay, so if he's being honest in his – I mean, we'll do a track on the business filings and immigration, and if he's cool with all of that – Let's just put. Let's just make a note, a footnote on the case file, and and but leave him for now and head out. Okay. Okay. Is that uh, the consensus? I don't want to. No, I agree with that. Also, I didn't want to uh, take this guy in. He I'm going to sit in the back seat. All right. One. <laughs> one last. Um, let's see. Um, Marshall and Applejack. Can you do a search roll for me? Yeah. Or alert. I'll let you decide which one. Oh, alert! Alert! Alert or search, whichever one. Thirty-six. I passed either one. Sixty-four. I made it. I made alert. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll come back to that. Um, all right. So basically, now all, all I need to do is, what are you guys are going to do with Anton? Bring him into uh, back to Delta. The Umbrella Factory. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my inclination. Take him, the plastic devices, the plastic cubes. His notebook. His little book and his lying ass to the Umbrella Factory. 
All right. All right, so I think what we'll do then is we'll wrap that up there then, and we'll say that you guys make it back to the Umbrella Factory. Uh, you look up at the camera, it sees you. There's a long pause, um, and eventually, just as you're trying to figure out what's going on, finally the door buzzes. You guys all go in, you drop off the stuff, you leave Entelm. I assume you still keep them hogtied and all that. And you guys walk out? Well, we want to explain everything. I'm assuming someone meets us. No. Oh. Yeah, they specified it was a drop-off only. Oh, okay. We probably write individual reports and send them in later. Yeah, I guess... I guess we leave him tied up. Okay. He's stuffing. Um... I want to do one last thing. Um, Agent Dub Dub and Agent Pufferfish, could you take off your headphones? Marshall and Applejack, you both passed that search or alert roll, right? Uh huh. Yeah. You guys happened to notice when you were in the hallway when all that weird stuff was happening, and they were in the the bedroom for the office getting the the stuff and all. You happened to catch through the door that. Agent Dub Dub took two notebooks. Okay. And he only turned in one. Okay. So we need to uh, get that other book and leave it here, unfortunately. Yeah. So before we leave, okay. So we look. I step in front of the door. You, you what? I'm step in front and lean against the door. Oh, him. before we're leaving, you're basically right. going to block him? Mm -hmm. Okay. You're gonna so, okay. You're gonna confront him then, right there. Yeah, physically, right. but I'm, you know. All right, then let's bring them back in. I'll do the talking. You, you know, be the enforcer. I think David went away for a few. Yeah, minutes. he just stepped away, but yeah. took a break. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Agent Dub Dub, uh, before we leave, uh, we need to make sure that uh, nothing else. We're leaving everything here. Well, I put the book right there, and he puts the squares there on the table. Can, can uh, uh, I want to search you and make sure that there's nothing else on you? What are you talking oh, can you about? Turn around and put your hands up against the wall, please. Uh, no, of course not. How dare you? Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I pull my gun out and I ask again, and I'll say, "Let's do this again. We can do this the nice way or the hard way." That is towards the nice way. I reach my hand into my shirt, and I pull out the notebook. Sorry, Doc. Ah. Everything needs to stay here. We saw you put it in earlier. It's okay. I've memorized it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that, but we if, if you don't want us to leave the part that memorized it here, <laughs> you might want to forget it. Maybe with, with a lot of... Uh, to be perfectly honest, it's nothing. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it there. Uh, one last little piece. Uh, you guys turn in the second notebook, the real notebook. Uh, <laughs> Agent Bob for fish. You head out the door. It's been a long night. You're exhausted. You're tired. You just want to get in your car and go home. Applejack, same thing. You've had enough of it. You're done. Mission accomplished. You're feeling good. 
You head out the door. Marshall, you're right behind him. You head out the door. You're feeling good. Mission accomplished. Marshall, you turn around. You're holding the door for Dub, Agent Dub, and he's nowhere. He's not with you. And we'll end it there. <laughs> good game. Ta-da. What happened to you me? You left the head. Should have just <laughs> oh, you memorized it. Well, I... you need to leave your head on the table now. And they now I know where Agent Silva is. <gasps> yes. <laughs> All right, we need an explanation. <laughs> well, uh, honestly, you guys did really good. Um, I do apologize. I did have to push through a few things. Um, uh, these these two hour time windows are tough for me, so that's that's my fault. But, uh, yeah, you, you guys, you, you got a lot of good information, and uh, you pretty much figured it out. The one thing, all right, the drug dealer, very mundane. That's all it was. It was the drug dealer. Um, but Sean, the drug dealer, if you were to confront him, he would have ran. He doesn't, you know, cops and drug dealers don't get along, so he would have seen you. He would have ran, so that would have been, you know, you guys would have had to have catch him first. Um, at some point when you start to explain it, he would have realized that you're not necessarily there to arrest him. He's not your main interest at this point. Um, and he would have given you the information about the shooter uh, to say that it sounds like a guy that he knows who's just basically hired muscle. He would have given you the location of a bar, a little dive bar. And had you gone there, same thing. He would have seen you come in the bar. He would have run. But if you caught him, he would have confessed to the killing. And he would have told you that it was actually Anselm that hired him. And Anselm was basically trying to take out Dr. Taylor because he found out that she took his notebook. Yeah. So what was going on? It was. It was basically just a mundane, uh, this, this Buddhist uh, meditation was, was trying to, it was all very innocent to him. He was trying to teach this, uh, scientist about relaxation and but it was just the the joining of this god of space with a physicist who studies space time dimension and when when you combine those two it's not necessarily a mythos creature but it was just he was an actual god and that's what hugged at the beginning there puffer fish well you could also say it was that. the accident of ma 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 yeah intruding into other stuff right because symbolic logic is dangerous you shouldn't have let me go and, and the experiment was that he basically summoned that little black cube out of nothing and it was continuing to grow and grow and grow and would it destroy the earth eventually who knows maybe i thought maybe it was a black hole stuck inside a little box could be um, I had I had texted Jeff that uh, that uh, I uh, after I had the book I was reading through it and I kept concentrating on it and saying ma ma <laughs> at the end I don't know if anything happened but I'm going to keep trying he disappeared yeah I uh, disappeared damn it mankind uh, should uh, stay on islands of ignorance and should not venture far right. <laughs> what's that oh All right. One more thing real quick. I'll just say that there is an actual contingency in here about if you guys try to recruit him into Delta Green, that he would have agreed to it, and then the very next day he would have disappeared. Uh, Anselm? Yeah. Or 
Okay. Yeah, that guy was a goddamn creep. Yeah, first, first to last. Yeah, all right. Well, let's finish this up. Yeah, our players included David Gasaway, Jason Melnichok, Aaron Vanek, and myself with Jeff Wilkins as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We love reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Good gaming.